Hi. The Common Man and T-Bone podcast is brought to you by Care Heating and Cooling. Cold or sweaty is no way to go through life. Call my guys at Care Heating and Cooling for all your heating and cooling needs. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. And stay tuned after the podcast for special bonus content from past shows. Rude and sexy! Bye. Welcome to the dumbest part of your day. This is Common Man and T-Bone. I think we should have dueling in the Olympics. <laughs> like Old West. Duke. Aaron Burr and Alexander <laughs> Hamilton. That's right. Make it happen. Real guns, though. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's, that uh, will really weed out some people. Featuring Panama Ted. Shut up, Ted! Five-minute delays with Leanna Ray. You guys like Bjork? And random sounds from the internet. Yes, sir! Shavaka do. You want to sack? The guy is drunk! Watch your profanity. Would you not eat my pants? Ah! This is Man and Bone. <laughs> Happy Thursday. Welcome in. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. We have a big show today. Bone oh, is going to yeah. teach us things. Bone of Education is coming up at the top of the 4 o'clock hour. What are you teaching us today? We are learning about one of the fundamental elements of where we live. We're learning about the wind. How does the wind work? Why does it happen? What's going on? All right. Would Kyrie Irving believe in the wind if he knew how the wind worked? No. Perhaps not. Spoiler alert. Find out at 4 o'clock how it works. It is Would You Rather Thursday. Send in your Would You Rather tweets at manandbone971. Your chance to win fabulous prizes. Uh, my Chicago Bears have hired Colts defensive coordinator Matt Eberflus. Eberflus. Flus. Eberflus. <laughs> Gonna coach the Bears to six wins. <laughs> Maybe seven? <laughs> Who knows? We could do that all day. Uh, Flues! Did you see the controversy with Mr. Eberflues? What's the controversy? Well, someone looked up his Wikipedia page, and there is a... His siblings are listed. I need to pull it back up because I forgot to, but his siblings are listed. A few of them... A couple of his sisters, their last name is listed as McCaskey. And so people speculated that did his family members, like his sisters, someone, Crystal McCaskey is one of his sisters. Did she marry into the McCaskey family? Well, there are other McCaskeys. Yes. And I saw a few Chicago reporters who said, look, I'm all about dumping on this team and crapping on them for doing things that are stupid, but... This appears to just be some other random person whose last name is McCaskey that this lady married. Flues. He did not get the job because he is married into the family, and that's, no, that's okay. not what's happened. All right, so the uh, the Flues is the new head coach for the Bears. Jackets lose 6 nothing to the Flames last night, mm-hmm. embarrassing mm-hmm. themselves again, which is par for the course with this Jackets team. Gave up 62 shots on goal. Let's soak that in for a second, shall we? 62 shots on goal. That's a team record for whatever it's worth for the Calgary Flames. I mean, it's not, hey, it's not an NHL record, though. So, you know, let's not do that. It is It is the most shots taken by a visiting team in a regular season game since the NHL started tracking those things in 1955. Mm. But it's not necessarily an NHL record for most shots ever in a game. It is a record for the Flames, and it's a record for a visiting team in a home arena. Just remember, though, 
out of our blue. Yeah, we rise out of our blue. Out of Look, our. I something. am aware that uh, the Blue Jacket social media, their job is to engage people, and sometimes that can be a tough job if the team is not playing well. I get that. But can I tell you something? Whoever's running the Twitter and the Instagram, take your fun dip and shove it up your ass. <laughs> Read the room. All right? Yeah, no I, more fun dip. I think this team sucks. <laughs> They're embarrassing. Listen, I think the fun dip thing, it's something that, was done initially as, hey, look, the team is better than we expected, and people are eating Fun Dip. And that ship has sailed, my friend. Yeah, this it, team is not just bad right now; they're embarrassing. And we've watched a lot of bad hockey over the last twenty years in this town. Oh yeah, yeah, we've watched a ton. And here's what I would say that I know probably rings hollow because you and I are known for having ridiculous standards for this hockey team because we yeah, think ridiculous like- standards or any sort of standard whatsoever. Dude, I, I I don't understand how Brad Larson is allowed to coach this team right I, now. I, I look, man. Yeah, I'm sure he's a nice guy. I don't care. I'm sure he's all those things, right? But our job is to look at performance. The performance is atrocious for this team right now. And no, they are not expected to win a Stanley Cup this year. They're not expected to make the playoffs this year. There's nothing to do with that. You are There's expected to, do with that. to show up at home at the very least. You got one team flying halfway across the continent to play this game. The other one is just sitting there tucked in their beds at night and they show up to the arena and they drop letting in 62 shots, not letting them in, but letting them occur because you're getting outshot in each period by like tripling, quadrupling the amount of shots that you're taking versus what they're taking. There was zero effort, zero want it. Zero desire to play that game. It was atrocious. And how does that not fall to a head coach when it's not just one time? That's it has thing. been multiple times since the new year, let alone over the last month or so. Carolina Hurricanes can excuse away that performance against the Jackets by saying, hey, man, we just our heads weren't in it. We got caught with our head down. It's one of 82. It's going to happen. This is becoming the norm now. It's becoming the norm that any team that is the least bit aggressive, is just going to destroy you, and then you just give up. I'm reading the post-game press conference quotations after the game, and they went out of their way to say, well, we're not going to use the Q word. We're not going to use the Q word. Quit. Zach Wierenski said several times last night after the game that they just stopped playing. That's called quitting. Yes, it is called quitting. I don't know what else you want to say. And why is this accepted? I don't know. I Well, in, in a, again, I feel like this town is a real hockey town. I do feel like this organization wants it to be a real hockey town. But if you want it to be a real hockey town, you got to treat it like a real hockey club. And that means you got to fire the guy who's at the top when you are atrocious when it comes to Giving effort, not winning games. If they lost the same number of games between now and whenever this horrid stretch of play started, I wouldn't care if the games were 3-2, 2-1, overtime losses, those type of the shootout losses. If you're in these games and you're fighting and it's close 90% of the time and you're just out and gunned because they've got better no. talent, that's one thing. This is your team does not care when you're losing six nothing. Your team does not care when you're getting run nine to two 
And I don't care about the one aberration in there where you smoked a team, one of the best teams in the league, because they just flat out did not care about playing you. It's look at the look at the Pittsburgh game, man. Like that was one where you were even for a couple periods. Then what happened? How we've seen that happen a ton too, where they just completely crap themselves in a period and the whole game goes away. And then everybody, wow, there's a bad bounce. There's a questionable call. There was this. Yeah. But then you don't pile it up the next day by having one of these. You don't keep compounding no, they the do. issues. They do. Well, you're not supposed to. They're not just physically weak. This is this is the weakest physically I've ever seen the Blue Jackets. Even with bad teams. I have never seen a team like this that just rolls right over and lets teams come in and push them around with no resistance whatsoever. So they're not only weak physically, they are weak mentally. Because when things don't go their way, they just sit there and pout. They stop playing, as Zach Wierenski likes to say. You can say stop playing, I say quit. I am so sick and tired of hearing Brad Larson, after every single game now, saying, it's unacceptable, it's on me. Yeah, it is on you. It is unacceptable. And it's on this entire franchise. They hired you because you're cheap. They're cheap. You were in the building. Have some standards. Well, and it is this other issue that they've got. Which is down there at the on the plaza? They feel like they've got a culture. They feel what like culture. Well, they there do. were sixty five hundred people in that place last night to watch that crap. Get used to it. And I would be surprised if there's any more than that. And now tonight, obviously, you got the Rangers. Well, so yeah. be all Rangers, Rangers fans. fans will be there. Yeah. But as far as 6,500 Jackets fans in town, I you doubt know what? it. What will piss me off is the Jackets probably show up for the first period and act like they give a crap. Oh, yeah, you're right. That This is the game they would because it's, oh, it's the Rangers and it's a there's a little attention on us. we got to show up. Last night was unacceptable. And then they'll play good for a game. People say, see, you guys are overblown. Stop doing it. And then when you stop paying attention again, they'll go do this crap in, like, in a week or two. Because this team, Mike, this, this is... If you really have a culture where you say we're brick by brick Stop with and the we're culture. building a, your culture well, sucks. Your culture they still are hanging on to this like John Tortorella culture and that's why they kept one of his dudes around. So I'm I know Brad Larson's been here and all that stuff and you know maybe you can argue whether he's a true disciple of torts or whatever but the fact is that's the old regime and you kept it around to say we don't want to change things too much cuz things were going Pretty well overall, better than they usually are. So we'll keep these group around. It's time to completely dismantle this coaching staff at the very least, and perhaps this front office, but definitely this coaching staff, because honestly, I don't care about Yarmo fleecing teams and deals and all that other stuff. What I care yeah, about right. is, does, right. does this team actually, when you get these pieces, do they develop? Because what I am worried about, again, we've seen Cole Sillinger, who does seem to give a crap. I'm not saying it's everybody on the team, right? He plays, I think, pretty hard most nights from what I've what I've been able to tell. But do you worry about a guy like that, young in the league, gives a crap every single night, sits around, watches a lot of other guys not give a crap, and not that he will adopt those principles, but he will just say, oh, yeah, this is, I guess, just the way it goes. Does his standards slip a little bit? Because he's watching this every night and saying, well, I'm giving a crap and no one seems to care. And oh, by the way, they don't fire anybody here who is overseeing this crap. They don't fire anyone who's not getting it done. I don't know, but that does not seem like the best way to develop talent to me. Now, somebody said to me this morning, what we're seeing now is the natural byproduct of success. And I laughed right in their face. 
What? When, when, when did I miss the success? No, well, the, the four-game series against Tampa Bay. Oh, of course, you know. Oh, that's our measure now, of success. Now, I mean, I you, you have to okay. rebuild at some point. I mean, even mm. though we heard at the time, guys, this is still the youngest team in the league. They're just scratching the surface. All right? <laughs> then it's, well, what are you going to do? You had all this success. You won the series against Tampa Bay. You won a fake series in a bubble that wasn't a playoff series against Toronto. We put a couple of fake banners up in the sky for that, uh, I guess. Uh. And that's all the success we could handle. And now we just have to replenish. And after all, we should just be lucky to have a team. Because who the hell wants to come play in Columbus? Right. That, that other... Uh. Whoever wants to come play here uh. in this capped sport where they make it easy... <laughs> To make the playoffs every single year, I, I do half your league making the playoffs. But but to be clear, I mean, you and I both know this team is going to go through a rebuild. That's the, the but problem. you know what though, this the, is different, Bone. No, no, no. What no, we're no. seeing now is not a rebuild; it's a give up. It is. That's right. And I'm saying your rebuild is off to a horrible start because you've got a coach who apparently is in over his head and can't get this team to play for anything, and then you've got a bunch of young guys who we could be seeing them stagnate their careers, stall out, or just flat out accept that this is the way you play hockey and never really develop to what they could be because this organization is worried about upsetting the culture. Upset the culture. it. Shake it up. You have no culture. You have a team. Larson's that has, got answers, too. No, he's got none. He's, he's, he's got none. He, same same thing. It's unacceptable. Then he goes to practice, makes these guys you know run gassers. How that, how's that nothing, working out? Nothing. Has that, has that changed it or no? He's got I, no answers. You're, being out manned is one thing. Being out hustled, that's that's different. And that is on a coach. That's his job is to motivate his players to get them to play. Yes, it's on the players to motivate your professionals. That was unprofessional last night. But when it's not happening from the players, the coach has to be able to do it, and he can't do it. Ben Roethlisberger retired today. We will chat about a little what-if scenario coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find an earlier disabled vehicle as cleared from 670 eastbound at Cleveland Avenue. All lanes have reopened in that area. As still watching an accident on the exit ramp of Route 315 northbound to Henderson Road. Please be careful as traffic begins to build. This traffic report is sponsored by Domino's. Try Domino's new oven baked dips and twist combos. There's cheesy marinara, baked apple, and five cheese, each with dippable bread twists. Get yours or any three-topping pizza for $7.99 each from Domino's. Carry out only, you must ask for this limited-time offer. Prices, participation, and charges may vary. Only an array with fan traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean-out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Their collective IQ is lower than they think it are. Back to Man and Bone. You know, I, I really do try not to get so worked up and yell. As much as I used to. Yeah. Because I used to yell a lot. Mm-hmm. But this, it, this Blue Jacket team just brings it out of me. I can't control myself. Well, and, and maybe just to, to you know, hit on one of the things that I'm sure will be said is you always hear this whenever one of these teams goes and has a night like Calgary did last night. Well, Calgary's playing really well. 
Oh, okay. Why? Blue Jackets Why? make a lot of teams look like they're the best teams ever. Yeah, but they've also, I know what they're saying, like Calgary has been playing really well. That doesn't mean you have to go out and look like you don't know how to play hockey no. or that you don't care. There's losing and then there's that. Mm-hmm. Yes. What you saw last night. And losing is a good thing for this Jackets team only in the sense Fine. of draft picks, building, Fine. and, and yeah. also, here's the other part Let's of it. Let's ignore the, the, the bigger conversation, too, is that it never should have come to this point. Well, but now it is. We can't undo that, right? No. I mean, they, they look for everyone who's wondering why are the jackets, why do they have to rebuild? Why are you guys saying that? Because Yarmo went all in with a team that was out of playoff contention at the time he made those moves. Let's not forget that the Tampa Bay series. Everyone likes to harken back to that happened after you added a couple pieces at the deadline and your team was out of the playoffs at that time. That's not to me the time to mortgage the future and to go all in on something is to then just eke by and get a big upset win as the eighth seed in the playoffs. To me, you go all in and you do all that and you mortgage the future when you're a top three or four team. You go you go do that because you think you've got a real chance to win a Stanley Cup. And I bought in at the time. I thought, well, hell, if they knocked off Tampa Bay, they got a chance to knock off anyone. Then we saw them play the Bruins and realized, oh, no, Tampa was a fluke and Bruins are a good team, and they played like a real good hockey team that took the Jackets seriously and pretty much took the Jackets apart in every game they played. Larson said after the game last night, because he was asked, is the talent gap just that much bigger between these teams and your team? Mm-hmm. And he said, no, it's not a talent gap. It's on me. Uh, okay. I, here's the thing. All right, it is on you because your team quits. But if you're telling me because I've heard Blue Jackets fans say it both ways. Well, what do you expect? There's no talent on this team. Oh, by the way, Yarmo wins every trade. <laughs> How? Right. How is that possible? Well, you can't excuse what was happening last night. You can't excuse what has happened when you, when you, Florida, nine to two. You can't excuse those things away with just simply, there's not enough talent on this team. Because then you don't have an NHL organization then. That's what I would say is if you don't have the talent to compete better than that, then you've not built a franchise. You've built just an assemblage of professional skaters who can get out there and make it look like they know how to play hockey, but they don't actually do the things to be an NHL team. I don't think that's the case. I think they are more talented than what they've shown. Not enough to go make a playoff spot, not enough to go win the way they were winning at the beginning of the year. I think that was just some randomness that occurred that they got some good bounces and some good fortune, but... Now we have seen this team. Last night, Rimmer said it when we talked to him. Last night's the first time they've had the entire squad healthy since the beginning of the year. Well, now Texier is hurt again, so... No, I know, That's but, the excuse from here on out. <laughs> what are you going to do, Texier? But they out? had it to go into that game last night, and they lost 6 to nothing. That's all right. Calgary's good. Calgary's good. good. You know who else is good? Elvis is good. And you're wasting him right now, because he that guy is... The only reason it wasn't 18 to nothing is because of him. And the only reason you even had some semblance of a close score early in that game was because of him. 62 shots. Yeah. It's ridiculous that he should have to face all that. It's, 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 it's unconscionable. It should not happen. Ben Roethlisberger officially retires today. He's certainly a Hall of Famer. We knew this was coming. Mike Singletary dropped a nugget on us, says the 49ers had a deal in place to trade for him Back in 2009, but he vetoed it. 
because he wanted character guys and Roethlisberger was coming off of his sexual assault allegation at the time. He didn't want to deal with that. But, you know, I love going down these wormholes, these what ifs, because the fabric of society can change when one little nugget changes throughout history. Let's take a dive into this. So 2009, San Francisco 49ers, they were 8-8. Eight and eight. Alex Smith was a starting quarterback. If Ben goes there, Alex Smith goes somewhere else, right? Yeah, of course. Maybe he doesn't wind up with the Chiefs. He goes someplace else. Maybe the Chiefs then in turn never draft Pat Mahomes. That could have been. I'm just saying the, the dominoes that can fall here. So Singletary was fired during the 2010 season. If Ben is there, and this is prime Ben Roethlisberger at that point, they're probably a better team, and Singletary probably doesn't get fired. And if he doesn't get fired, Jim Harbaugh doesn't get hired, at least not there. They probably don't need a quarterback in the second round then in 2011, so Colin Kaepernick never plays for the 49ers. So if that 49er job is not open, does Jim Harbaugh leave Stanford when he does? Does he go back to Stanford for another year and wait out another job that he wants? Does he take one of the other NFL openings that offseason, 2010? There were lots of them. The Browns had an opening. That was the Pat Shermer year. <laughs> yeah, Maybe he goes that. and coaches the Browns. Oh, they could have gone to a Super Bowl. And does Jim Harbaugh ever end up at Michigan under this scenario? Yeah, that is such an interesting what if, right? Because... In uh, I was looking to see when did you know Brady Hoke end up leaving Michigan. Brady Hoke got hired in 2011. He was there from 2011 to 2014. So I don't know. He wouldn't have jumped from Stanford to Michigan. I wouldn't tend to think so, right? But no, I don't know. We know we know this about Jim Harbaugh. He's a little unpredictable. Well, fair right? enough. So so if Rich Rod goes away in 2010, maybe around that time. If Michigan does call and say, we want you to come here, maybe he says, yeah, that's fine. I'll, I'll go there. I don't really need the NFL. And I wonder if he had then had the similar run that he's had at Michigan, would they have kept him around that long? You know, would he maybe gotten a, he would have gotten a little head start on Urban. I'm not saying that means it would have gone great for him, but he would have been able to coach there at a time where it was a little up and down for Ohio State, right? He would have coached against Luke Fickle for a year. Maybe, yeah, you never know, right? There's, when was Tress's last year? Wasn't it 2010? 2010? I think it's 2010. Yeah, it was 2010. Yeah. Because then Fickle coached 2011. I'm pretty sure Urban was 2012. Urban was 2012 because that was that 12-0 and team that didn't do didn't anything. play any, for anything. Yeah. So, whatever. I, I, I know that the amount of different what-ifs you can do in sports are all just insane, but you're right. That's a... V- that's a very interesting thing. And then, of course, there's what happens to the Steelers. Well, I didn't even factor that in. I mean, right. they don't have Ben Roethlisberger. Who's their quarterback? Yeah, I mean, I, we'd have to go back and look at all the draft picks that have come through. I mean, I wonder if they would have been in a place where... The, knowing the Steelers, they probably would have ended up with somebody who was drafted around that time and been pretty good since. So it probably would have still worked out for them because they're the Steelers, and that's just how my life goes as a Browns fan. The Bengals are America's team. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. 
Good afternoon. You'll find that earlier ramp has cleared on Route 315 northbound to Henderson Road. All lanes have reopened, but traffic is still slow as it recovers in that area. Plan on some residual slowdowns over here. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help their customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm the NRA with fan traffic. Oh, hello! I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Your undisputed leader in talking about nothing. This is Man and Bone. Would You Rather is coming up in the 5 o'clock hour. Send in your Would You Rather tweets at Man and Bone 971. Your chance to win fabulous prizes. Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by Hinder Motorsports here on The Fan. The Cincinnati Bengals are America's team. BetOnline.ag analyzed keyword association Twitter data over the last three days, and more than 100,000 tweets were used in the findings. The study tracked fan hashtags for all four teams, such as Go Chiefs, Who Day, Go Rams, and Go Niners. And what they found is that 19 states are rooting for the Bengals. Well, on 19 states had more Who Day than anybody else? Is that what it is? Yes. Okay. 19 states are rooting for the Bengals. 16 states are rooting for the Chiefs. Rams, nine states. 49ers, six states. So the Bengals, this weekend, are America's team. Uh-huh. Teddy, you can take your fun dip and <laughs> shove it up your ass. Well, my and team. the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> my team's not playing. So, yeah, the Bengals are America's team this weekend. Well, the other part of that, though, and, and, and I know this is, this is a fun little study. They want to just see who's getting the most Twitter action. And good for them, right? Good for the Bengals are the ones that most people are talking about. But They're the underdog. They're the good story. Yes, of course. But let's also look at how social media works, right? It's not the... You don't have everybody jumping on Twitter to just state their opinion on how they feel about things, right? Some people are. Some people are just, hey, I like this thing. Let me tell you about it. It's awesome. Yay, I love it. There are also people who are tweeting things that where they are complaining. You know, there are people who are tweeting things where they are trying to get people who like a certain thing to notice them, right? So they will throw the hashtag in of whatever's going on to notice that, hey, I'm talking about this. Here's my article on Joe Burrow and the pathway he's taken to get to where he is now. Hashtag who day, like, because they're wanting Bengals fans to read it. What I'm saying is using a hashtag to figure out what's actually going on with fan bases, probably not the Are most scientific method. Are you saying this is method. a flawed technology? Yeah, just slightly. When Look all these at what Eli Apple had to say. Hashtag who day. <laughs> That may not have been them going, yeah, go Bengals. It may be. It may be that, but it also may not be. That's all. Now, Eli Apple can say whatever the hell he wants. All right. Just Uh, a word of caution to Eli Apple. 
It's like, why do Saints fans, Giants fans hate me? I don't know. Maybe because you sucked yeah. for the teams. You, did. you were terrible. So, yeah, they're going to hate you. Well, and even if that, again, sports hate different than real life hate. But even well, if people right. do real life hate you, the other part of that is maybe don't go after all those fan bases the second you have a couple good plays in a big game. Now, if he goes and wins a Super Bowl and wants to like get a picture of him, that that would, to me, be where you have the ultimate moment, right? Is You hoist that over your head and say, here we go. It's what we did. And then, and then you let the haters eat all of that. But unfortunately, what's happened for him is if he does get burned this weekend or has any lapses in judgment, you don't think everyone that was, you know, getting tweeted at whatever fan base, all those other fans that didn't like him, you don't think they're going to come back at him this week? Now, if he doesn't care about that, then fine. Play the Ric Flair role all you want. But it, you're leaving yourself open to then have a massive mistake on a big stage and have everybody come after you for it. And then he'll say, why does everybody hate me? And it's it's maybe this cycle that kind of repeats itself. It's not great. Lower.com Field is hosting the U.S. men's national team in a World Cup qualifier tonight against El Salvador. Huge. Uh, every single article I've read about this game, it's like breaking news. It's cold out. Yeah. They scheduled this game for January 27th in Columbus, Ohio. Why is this a talking point? You know exactly what you were doing and why you were doing it. Because playing in the cold, you believe gives you a competitive advantage over a team like El Salvador. Right. So what's the issue here? I, I don't know why there's so much consternation about this. Grant Wall, who is a longtime soccer writer, used to write for Sports Illustrated, he he had a piece that he wrote in his newsletter that was more or less saying the same thing. Because guess what? They're not just doing it with this game. The next game they're playing at home, they have three games coming up this week, right? They play tonight. They play Sunday at Canada. In Hamilton, I want to say, where that will also be cold. I'm sure it's going to be cold there. Yeah. And then they're playing in St. Paul, where the uh, you know Minnesota MLS team plays. I'm sure plays. it's going to be cold there. Well, right. And so they talked to a longtime writer from there who covers soccer, and he said, yeah, man, I mean, it, it low of negative 10, high of 4 is what my current forecast is for today. So he's pointing out that could be almost a dangerous level of cold. And I, I appreciate that that is extremely cold and not great but didn't they just play in edmonton yeah where it was yeah, like canada, zero on the canada field? hosted mexico and it was yeah the field was frozen and all that stuff and then what happened right I canada mean, won that game yeah they're canada by the way is leading Concacaf right now when it comes to world cup qualifying for those who don't know how it works the top three teams there's eight left in our region right of north and central american teams the top three are guaranteed to go to the World Cup at the end of this year. The fourth place team goes to a playoff against probably what will be New Zealand, but it's, you know, countries from that region of the world, it's likely to be New Zealand. Anyway, that's what the U.S. right now, we're second to Canada. We're a point behind them. So tonight, playing El Salvador, a team they tied with when they played at El Salvador, they've got to get the victory in the three points tonight. That would hopefully help them set up a big match against Canada Sunday where... If you could get a victory up there, now you're sitting really good. But Mexico is one point behind the U.S. at 14 points. And Panama, Ted's team, they are currently also on 14. They're in that fourth spot that would have to go to a playoff. U.S. does not want to do that. Because guess where the playoff is, Mike? Where's that? It's in Qatar in June. All right. <laughs> so 
If you're worried about extreme cold, you might also be worried about that playoff well, I game. Just, I just don't heat. understand why this is a talking point. It's been done before. It's been done with, with, with Mexico. When well, every that, time Mexico came here, a lot of those times it was cold. That's that's what I mean. And every country's trying to get an edge, whether it's weather, whether it's picking a stadium that's at altitude. Yeah, Mexico right? plays. You play in Estadio Azteca, which is in Mexico City, which is you know a mile plus above sea level and smoggy. So that's that's a very difficult place to play yeah, from an so atmosphere standpoint. Why is standpoint. this any different? What's I don't, the, what's I don't the know. issue? I guess because what part of the soccer problem with it is, is that you, look, I mean, if it's 10 degrees out, the ball is going to feel like a stone. So when you go to kick it, when you go to head it, it's just, you can't play as fluidly as you would if it was a little warmer out. So they're saying essentially U.S. soccer is scared to play their style. They'd rather do cheap tricks like play games in the cold and then hope that helps, even though neither team will be able to play quite the way they want to. My answer to that is use whatever advantage you have. What you have here is you have, yes, climates where it's going to be 80, 90 degrees for some of these qualifiers, and you have climates where it's going to be in the teens or colder. Take advantage of that, right? You The, th- the next game after these two, the last home game the U.S. plays in this cycle to determine who goes to the World Cup, they play Panama, and it's going to be in Orlando in March. That'll probably be a little warmer than, I'm guessing, 20, 30 degrees. So it's not like they're just exclusively doing that, but they are trying to show that they know Columbus is a good place for soccer. They want to give Columbus a reward. And I mean, this is this is a big deal to be able to host this game here. It's it's a massive thing to be able to host not one of these, but two of them. It's, it's pretty unprecedented. You know what else you probably have in Orlando? A lot of Panamanians in the stands. Sure. Cheering for the you team. You could have that. You're right. not, not going to have that issue up here. No, I wouldn't think you would have as many. So, how many El Salvador fans do you think will be there tonight? A couple thousand? Sure, I don't. Right, I mean, there will be a there's, few there's thousand always, people, but yeah, it's going to be pro-American crowd. Yeah, I, I don't under, I don't understand why people are suddenly shocked that Columbus gets cold. But what's interesting, Mike, is there are some soccer people who are big European soccer fans who say, "Oh, I don't watch MLS because they they play in the the you know the spring to the fall, which is." the way we do, you know, most summer sports here, right? But in England and Europe and everywhere else, they play like August to May. They play Oh, they want us on the international calendar. They want calendar? us to play that well, schedule and guess it's like what? that's what it would be. Yeah. You're going to go out to a game where it's 20 degrees out? You're complaining about one game or two games being in the 20 degrees. You're going to complain more if half the season is played in that weather. So, I just wish people could pick a narrative and pick what they want. Some bad news, too, for the U.S. national team. Christian Pulisic not going to play in this game. He has tweaked his hamstring. Beam and I did a podcast this morning, Bone and Beam United. Go find it wherever you get podcasts, where we previewed the game and said, boy, Christian Pulisic playing with all these dudes. It's going to be fun to watch tonight. We jinxed him. I'm sorry, but you can go listen to that podcast. It's out there now. Social media lameness has reached the point of no return. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident causing heavy slowdowns on 670 westbound before I-70. This is an injury crash. There are emergency crews on scene trying to get things cleaned up, but please be very careful over here. Keep an eye out for those crews. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low-down payments and flexible payment options to help their customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Hey. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. 
Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Come for the obesity, stay for the anger. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Would you rather Thursday send in your would you rather tweets at Man and Bone 971, your chance to win fabulous prizes. Social media lameness, I think, has hit a new level. And again, I said, look, I understand these teams, they put as much content as they possibly can out there. They want to engage the fan base. But I have seen more than one slow-mo video of a new general manager of a football team getting out of a car and slow walking into the building with some sort of caption like, time to get to work. Actually, I think it was the Bears and the Giants who both did that with their new hires at GM. What are we doing, time to get to work? First of all, you know what he's doing? He's walking in the building and trying to figure out how to get on the Wi-Fi for the first two hours he's in there. (laughs) He's walking in saying, so what is the policy with regards to the badge? Do I need to... To get into every, really, every corridor I've got to badge myself in, I can't just have, like, that's, that never unlocks, huh? Okay. Like, you're just learning how to work in your office. That's what he's, that's what a lot Time of these guys are doing. Time to get to work. Now, I know, like, the Bears hire their guy, and the next day they've apparently settled on a coach, but you know why that is? Flues. Because a, a lot of these GM candidates have said when they interviewed, if I get the job, this is who I plan to bring in, and... Presumably, they've talked to that person ahead of time and said, hey, you're my guy if I get this job. You know that. I will be, you're the one I'm going to want to hire for this. So there's, that's not necessarily getting to work. That's just dotting the I's on the thing you already said you were going to do. I don't really know what people expect the work will be, but I know we love the NFL. I know a lot of people are very passionate about every single thing that goes on around the NFL. But yeah, seeing that yesterday where multiple videos of just a person walking from their car into a kind of boring looking office building with an NFL logo on it. I don't know if that gets you hyped up. Good for you. It's not for me. And, you know, someone's not waiting in the parking lot for him. Right. He was, he was probably in his office. Oh, social media guy says, hey, let's go back out in the parking lot. Film you getting out of your car. Sure. So that I can put this sure. on social media. That's what he's. That's what his work is that day. <laughs> uh, excuse me. Uh, can I film you getting out of your car? I'm trying to get on the Wi-Fi. It'll just take a minute. Right, and and the glorification of the general manager in the NFL. Yes, I get they have a very important job, and they it's a big career achievement to get to be that guy. Can we also not acknowledge though that I mean, probably 75 percent of the GMs in the NFL are not great. That's why 75% of the teams are just kind of either mediocre or bad. You know, the great GMs tend to be the ones who find the great players, build the great teams, keep them great teams, keep them as great organizations. Well, yes. And what's his name from the Bears? The guy who's coming over from the Chiefs. Oh, I, forget, I, I forget his name. I forget yeah. the name of the new GM. I'll look him up. You know, he had one of these videos, Time to Get to Work. Do you think all of a sudden his list of guys he likes in the draft changes now that he's with the Bears? No. He had a list of guys that he liked with the Chiefs. 
That is the same list of guys that he now likes with the Bears. Yeah, I don't. I don't. What's his name? Uh, I don't know why it's not. It's not coming up. I. Well, it's <laughs> I not Eberflus. We know. No, that. I know. I looked up Bears GM and no, nothing pops up. I guess all the Wikipedia. Ryan Poles. That's your. GM. That's right. There you go. Ryan Poles. Boy genius. I'm real good at Googling. I want you to know that. I know that. It's really uh, the hard Broncos to Googler. are hiring Packers offensive coordinator Nathaniel Hackett to be their head coach. Some people think it now makes sense for Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams to join him in a package deal. Could be. Well, that would turn around the franchise if that happens, right? <laughs> right. That's that's one that makes whoever... Right. It makes your GM look a lot better if all of that would occur at once, but... Yeah, that's that's a very intriguing situation, right? Because they've got the cap space to make all that happen. An intriguing defense makes you wonder how that how that works out. Mm-hmm. My guy, Joe Hackett, playing at Tom Nevers Field. There's the, a reference nobody no, gets. I definitely didn't. By the way, a former we were talking in the last segment about the U.S. soccer thing and that advantage we get from the cold weather. Yes, uh, and. You know, the question is, how do these other teams, what do they do when you go to their place? A former U.S. men's national teamer who shall remain nameless has messaged me on Twitter and said, the way El Salvador gets their advantage is by throwing firecrackers at the hotel room where the U.S. sleeps all night long and keeping a local radio station right in front of your hotel room all night long until 4 a.m. fair play. Everything should be in a climate-controlled dome at all times so that everything is fair (laughs) and there's no gamesmanship. Right. I hope it snows tonight during the game. I don't have any inside knowledge. I'm going to guess this former U.S. men's national teamer may have been up, like, enjoying all of that atmosphere. Like, he's the type of guy who I think would have probably been up for that. But, yeah, that's he was a distraction. lighting firecrackers off. Right. He pro- <laughs> My guy. Your, your guy's right. My guy. Yeah. Uh, Michigan AD Ward Manuel is joining the college football playoff selection committee. I saw a couple Buckeye fans say, what does this mean? Michigan's going to be in the playoffs every year? No, that's not what this means. No. That he has to, yeah, he'll have to recuse. He has to, he has to rec- recuse himself. Recuse? I almost said recluse. That's, recluse, recluse means is- he lives in a cave <laughs> and you never see him again. Yes, he would have to recuse himself from any type of situation like that. Yes. So, yeah, I, I mean, cares? Gene was on that committee, right? Yeah. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. Okay. He was All on right. it. So, it's fine. That's, that's now a he's thing. Concerned it's been with done. Plumbing at Ohio Stadium. <laughs> Well, you know what? I hope someone gets Gino over to Lower.com Field tonight because How they're, they're going to do it. They're going to play a real, actual game in January. But that's a major league sport. They can probably afford better plumbers than Ohio, than Ohio State. State. You're right. Ohio probably. State has no money. Actually, this is not even the crew. I mean, this is Concacaf coming in, which is just. I mean, that's a that's a continental federation. Federation, Mike. How are like, they able to grow grass to down there too? Hmm. Well, it's, grass. it's right near the river, and there's a giant roof over it, and it's below the water it's table. Winter time too. I'm it's sure like, it'll be very brown. No, I just saw pictures of it. it's perfectly green. No, because it's almost like they know how to grow grass at all. At, at I'm sorry, at Lower.com Field, if they know how to do it. If only you had a university with an ag department at your disposal. I don't, it's yeah, it's too bad there's not an entire like half of the city dedicated to the agriculture department at Ohio State. No. Bone of Education coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. 
Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident on 670 westbound before I-70. This is an injury crash with emergency crews on scene. Please be careful over here. You'll also find 71 northbound at I-70, a disabled vehicle on the, re- the left burn. ODOT crews are on scene here as well. Please be careful. Strabby Gaport is sponsored by Ace Hardware West Jefferson, now hiring. Looking for a long-term career? Ace Hardware is now hiring. They're recruiting for CDL truck drivers in the West Jefferson Distribution Center. They offer great pay and benefits with a $10,000 sign-on bonus. Apply now at acehardware.com. On the array with fan traffic. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Highly medicated, barely educated. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Now, I know the Chicago Bears are not thinking about such things, and they shouldn't. They went out and they hired the best GM candidate. At least in their minds, they did. They hired the best head coaching candidate. At least in their minds, they did. Yeah. But it is so Chicago Bears that they fired a general manager named Ryan and a head coach named Matt. And they hired a general manager named Ryan (laughs) and a head coach named Matt. (laughs) <laughs> is that to make it easier on the ownership where it's like well virginia's well, you know, an old lady ryan and matt are doing a great job she's like ryan and matt yes they're they're st- okay they're doing good that's what we I care about all right in their names no you don't virginia it's the same first names <laughs> ryan and matt it's like hey, as long as there's a ryan and matt in charge it can't go bad mm-hmm. right we learned that it's fine uh espn is thinking about throwing a bunch of money at al michaels Mm. We know, of course, they can't get rid of Al Michaels fast enough. His contract is up after the Super Bowl. And God's gift to broadcasting, Mike Tirico, just has to take over. I, do, I still don't understand who in their right mind would prefer. I'm talking just year to year, one year at a time. If you're looking at the future, who's going to be there for 10 more years? I get it's different. But Al Michaels compared to Mike Tirico, there's oh, no comparison. There is no comparison. Mike Tirico is the man. <laughs> Al Michaels no, no, has no. done nothing. I meant that the other way. Now, he is 77, 78 years old, but you know, I, I'm not shocked because we had heard that maybe he would go to Amazon and do the Thursday night package with Troy Aikman. He has said that he wants to keep broadcasting. He doesn't want to retire. ESPN, of course, is in perpetual flux with their Monday night crew. And I know Steve Levy's been in the job for a couple of years now. I don't think he's any good. He's a fine broadcaster. I like him doing things. He's just not a play-by-play guy. No, he's, Al he's a fine sports center anchor and, and studio desk guy is what I think he would be much better at than calling games. Yes, Al Michaels would give you instant credibility. I still think he's a competent broadcaster at this point in his career. But he has gone on the record in the past saying he would absolutely never work for a network with four letters in the name. Right, because he's not going to work for it. He doesn't. Want, that's his way of, you know. I don't want to work for a cable channel. Yes, basically, I'm, I'm big time. I'm well, on broadcast TV, but 
Someone might have gotten to Al in the last however long it's been since he said that and said, hey, uh, there's a chance you might be working for a shipping company. So pick your battle. <laughs> like if you go work well, for they, Amazon, they right? may get to Al and say, hey, that four letter stuff for the shipping company, they're going to pay you $15 million next year. Well, that's, I'm just saying, though, the game has changed a little bit from when it's like, I'm not getting off network TV. It's like, well, I don't know if you know this, but. A company that ships light bulbs and toilet paper to your house is also going to be shipping some really good NFL games to you. So, yeah. And they're going to pay out the wazoo. The richest guy in the world is the guy who started that company. So if you want the paycheck, they might be the ones to go to. And if not, Disney owns ESPN. So they, too, have lots of money and might pay you a lot of money to do that thing. Al Michaels gives hope to all of us. All of us that maybe don't eat what we should eat, look after our diet. Al Michaels is 77 years old. He eats steak every single day of the week for oh, dinner. Yeah. He does not like vegetables, does not eat them. He goes to a steakhouse every night of the week for his dinner. Wow. Well, at this point, he's probably just saying nothing's happened yet. I'm 77. But he's, right, he's done it the whole time. Yeah. This isn't something he's picked up in the last couple of years. No, I'm saying, but why would you stop now? Doctor's like, hey, I, you know, I know this has gone okay for you so far, but you never know. He's saying, well, I'm 77 and I'm fine now. I've lived a good life. Maybe that's the way he feels too. Is I'll just keep doing what I'm doing, and if if that's curtains for me at the end of enjoying myself, then oh well, I've enjoyed my life. When my grandfather got into his 90s before he died, we'd go over there, and his his wife had died, you know, 15 years before. Yeah, right. So he lives by himself, and all he did all day was eat ice cream and drink cheap wine. That was all he did. And my father would just yell at him, you got to take better care of yourself. And I would look at my father and say, he's 92 years old. If, he's, he, if he can't do it then, when can you do it? He's got nothing. He's not the type of grandfather that puts you on the knee and reads you a story. He hates the world, like me. <laughs> well, he should come he's by it, crotchety. If he wants to eat ice cream and drink wine all day, it's fine. He's not driving. We took the car keys away. Well, I'm just saying. can't go anywhere. When you're 92 and it's like, hey, you should really work some kale into your diet. I'm 92. I got to this. Leave me alone. Nothing quite prepares you, though. (laughs) You know, you get to be a certain age. You you see things. You lose control of some faculties. Sure. Remember, I went over there to see how he was doing, and he was sitting in the recliner that he always, he like slept in that thing. Okay. Never went up to the bed. Just. Lived in the recliner. recliner. Yeah. And I went in there and just old man Zuzichi just hanging out. Oh. Right just there. Just left it out there, huh? Just left it out mm. for me to see. Did you have to let him know? Or did I, you just yes, turn I said, and leave? what are we doing here? Oh, I didn't know anybody was coming. Oh, I see. All right. Well, can you, I'm here now. Can you put it back? Well, I don't, he was old. I don't think he was playing with it. Maybe he no, was. I just, no, but he needed some air, maybe. It's out. Yeah, right. I get it. <laughs> Old dog's got to eat. Play I get it. Just I let, it, let it get out and run around a little bit, but stop and put it back in the doghouse. What good is a radio show if it can't teach you about useless things? Here, I've redorculated. Open your minds and unzip your pants because it's time for Bone of Education. Bone, today we're learning about the wind, Mike. The wind, yes. The wind. Can't see it, but you can feel it. Sometimes you can see it. No. You can, well, how, how can you it, see the wind? The wind picks up something. No, you see the effect of it. You that's don't see I mean. the wind. Right. I see. I see the wind. Well, anyway. What the is tornado? Wind? You can see the tornado. Well, all right. That's, but Fun, you, see the, you see the debris. Yeah, right. Okay. 
What is wind, though? Do you know what what causes wind? Why does it, it happens all the time? It, it factors into I'm our weather. Sure, you're going to tell me. Wind is now. This is going to sit down for this definition. Wind is the movement of air. Got it. But that is caused by the uneven heating of the Earth by the sun and the Earth's own rotation. Winds range from light breezes to natural hazards such as hurricanes and tornadoes, like you mentioned. So how does the wind occur? Well, gases in our atmosphere moving from high-pressure areas to low-pressure areas are what we experience as wind. And the bigger the difference between those pressures, the faster the air moves from one place to another. So here's a way to think of that. When you have like a closet door, let's say, and you push it shut really quick, Mm -hmm. you can feel a big burst of wind or air come past you when you do that, right? That's because you put a lot of pressure and the air is now trying to get out of the way and that's a shift in pressures moving that air around but if you moved it a little slower wasn't as violent you'd experience almost no wind so when you have violent different temperature changes and things like that those pressures changing so rapidly that gives you these big instances of wind if it's less of a big pressure change more of a slow gradual change the wind is calmer it's not as uh it's not as windy violent well windy too sure Um, So typically the Earth's surface being heated at the equator, that's what causes a lot of the warm air to rise. As it does, cooler, denser air moves into the area being vacated by the warmer air. That basic principle, the movement of the air caused by heat, that's what forms our basic understanding of the wind and weather. But then you throw in different climates, different altitudes, areas of desolation like a desert or an ocean. Versus areas of tall mountains where there's a lot of, you know, topographical things that can screw up the wind. All those variables make our wind work in a more complex way. And from there, it gets even more complicated. For example, there's a thing called the Coriolis effect that is specifically the movement of a fluid over a rotating surface. So this reason, wind tends to deflect more to the right of where it starts in the northern hemisphere, more to the left of where it starts in the southern hemisphere. All this to say, the impact of the Coriolis effect, all these other things I mentioned... Basically, anyone who is a flat earther would have a really tough time describing that when you're talking about why it's windy. The answers we have from science and from the weather are basically because we live on a globe and that's how things move over a 3D surface. If you believe the earth is flat, a lot harder to explain how all that stuff's happening. Oh, they don't let details get in the way. Okay. Um, anyway, so the border between the warm pockets of air, the cool pockets of air, that is what we call a front. So you've heard of a warm front, a cold front. Those are the things that we see in weather. That is literally the movement of these big, giant, warmer and cooler pockets of air. That is a big factor in our weather as well. Now, the Earth contains five major wind zones. Do you know, have you ever heard of a wind zone? No. You may have heard of some of these terms, even if you don't know what a wind zone is. The most northerly ones and southerly ones are the polar easterlies. These are at the poles. Dry, cold, prevailing winds that blow from the east. These emanate on the polar highs. Westerlies are prevailing winds that blow from the west at mid-latitudes, and they are fed by these polar winds. They have an area called the Roaring Forties, Mike, where in the southern hemisphere, for example, if you were in that area like at the southern tip Tip. of South America or Australia, that's where it's notoriously extremely windy. Mm. That comes from those are westerly winds that you're experiencing there. Next, you have the horse latitudes. Oh. Oh, big. Yeah, you know about the horse latitudes. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. That's right. Those are about 30 to 35 degrees north and south. Many deserts are in this region. Then this one I think most people are aware of, trade winds. You've heard of the trade winds? That's actually a real thing. And they are called that because 
For years and years and years, sailors quickly learned they could predict where these winds were going to go, the ocean currents that followed these winds, and that is still used today when they develop shipping lanes and how we're going to get stuff from one place to the other. Initially, it was for boats with sails on them. They would use the wind, and that helped them get in the current, but they still use it even now. We don't have sails. You're just going in the currents to be more efficient. That still comes from the trade winds. Most tropical storms uh, develop as trade winds, hurricanes, cyclones, typhoons, differences in air pressure over the ocean cause these storms to develop. Then when they get closer to the coast, they explode and it gets really bad. And finally, there's the doldrums right near the equator where these two groups of, you know, all these different winds go in different directions meet and they kind of cancel each other out and it's really calm there. Not a lot of wind. So there you go. Good job. Thanks. <laughs> I didn't get to windmills, but maybe next time. We have time. Go ahead. I'll tell you the last thing. Yeah, I was one, at, one so, minute left. So while we're talking about the power of the wind, right? Would windmills work? You got one side that says, oh, windmills, got to have them. It's the only way we could do this. Windmills are the answer. The other people say, no, windmills, what are you going to do when it's not windy? Both people are actually correct on that because windmills are very powerful and they can generate a lot of electricity. The problem is the electricity that they generate only happens when it's windy. We can't store the energy, not because the wind's not powerful or it wouldn't generate enough power. All the experts say, our power grid does not have any storage capacity. So that's a problem. Right. So hydroelectric jam, well, why, same why thing. not? Because when we designed it like a billion years ago, we didn't think we would need to store energy because oh, we're dumb. So, so that is a, that's a, the point is both sides are kind of correct. You could use wind power, but you need to redo the whole system. And nobody wants to do that. Rams coach Sean McVay better get ready for a hostile environment. Details coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident involving injuries on Alum Creek Drive at Livingston Avenue. Please be careful as things begin to clear in this area. You'll also find an injury crash on westbound 670 before I-70. Please be careful here as well. About a 15-minute slowdown. Traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers lowdown payments and flexible payment options to help the customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Just a couple of guys touching rim and sucking on breath mints. Uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I, with the, no, no. This is Man and Bone. Let me tell you about my friends at Columbus Men's Clinic. They have successfully treated thousands of men in Columbus. They have an expert staff to help with low T. What's low T? Low testosterone. There are many side effects of low T. Low energy, sleep is off, libido is down, depression. If you suffer from these things, you should get checked for low T. And if you're like most men, testosterone will increase your energy, better sleep patterns, better gains in workouts, and increased libido. Yeah. That's why my grandfather just had it whipped out. (laughs) Is that right? Libido increased. Mm, All right. Call him today. It's not my grandfather. He's dead. Columbus Men's Clinic. 
614-300-7400. Visit them online, columbusmensclinic.com. By the way, uh, we were talking earlier about U.S. soccer playing in Columbus tonight. Big game, World Cup qualifier. These these matches count for if you win, this helps you get to the World Cup the end of this year. Mm-hmm. And I saw news that Christian Pulisic, star for the U.S. men's national team, saw a few tweets to the regard that said he would not be playing tonight due to hamstring issues. Looks like that was retweeted by a couple of pretty good soccer writers that I saw. I thought it was official. Turns out they got duped. That does not appear to be correct. So, Oh, fake news? Well, as far as we know, there's no update there that indicates he won't play. So there's a, there's a trio of players in the midfield, Mike. Eunice Musa is one of them. Weston McKinney is another one. Tyler Adams a third. They call them the MMA midfield because it's Musa and McKinney and Adams. Those three with Christian Pulisic have never played together for the U.S. national team. They're four of our best players. This tonight is expected to be the first time they all take the field together. So I was pretty bummed when I saw that. Good news. It looks like so far that's not the case. Christian Pulisic expected to start. I hope everybody's having fun out there who's going. It is supposed to apparently snow. We already got some snow falling, as you've seen around the city, but I hope they break out the uh, the orange or neon-colored ball tonight. That's what I'm looking forward to. That's always a good time on a soccer field when that has to come out. Uh, 49ers playing the Rams in Los Angeles this weekend. The last time these two teams played in L.A., final game of the regular season, 49ers played their way in. And then after the game, Sean McVay, Rams head coach, said he was taken aback by how many 49er fans they had in the stadium. They had to treat it like a road game. They couldn't hear their own calls. All that stuff. Well, this is via the Los Angeles Times. Vivid Seats estimated the crowd at that game was 60-40. 49er fans to Rams fans. Again, this is a Rams home game. So, that's bad, right? 60-40. 49ers fans to Rams fans in your home stadium. They are projecting that this weekend, because remember, Ticketmaster and the Rams put all sorts of geo restrictions on who could buy these tickets, which I think is ridiculous, but they wanted to make sure that Rams fans had the tickets and kept the tickets. As a matter of fact, Sean McVay came out this week and begged Rams fans not to sell their tickets. Well, Vivid Seats, I told you it was 60-40 for the regular season finale. Vivid Seats is predicting 65 to 70% 49er fans oh, for the all? playoff game on Sunday. Is that all? That is all. Look, this is, I, I don't understand why everyone associated with this move, like Stan Kroenke among them. I don't know why, well, I do know why he thought it was a good idea because he's going to get money to make billions and billions of dollars with all the property around that stadium that he will also own. It's an entertainment district. It's this giant stadium that he has. I I know he wanted to be in L.A., right? But the downside of that, if you care about these sort of things, and since he's a billionaire, I'm sure he doesn't. He's just glad to have all of his money. But you should be aware that when you go put a stadium in L.A., going to be a lot of visiting fans who have a chance to go there. But when you play a playoff game against a fellow California team that has a rich history in the state, there's going to be a lot of people who just live in L.A. Yeah. who are Niners fans, especially since that team was vacant for, what, 30-plus years your team in that went area? Away for 25, 30 years. Yeah, whatever it was. So you, you grew an even larger fan base there. 
I'm sure there were plenty. Again, if the if the Raiders were playing in this game, I'm sure there'd be a lot of Raiders fans in Southern California too, because there's probably a lot of people who were Raiders fans who said, "Well, I'll pick them, I guess," because they've been in the state now. Of course, they've left, but there there's going to be a lot of fans in California who root for the Niners because they've been they were good, probably in a lot of those fans' formative years, and they've had a lot of stars that you could latch on to. lot of different eras you could root for where they were good they've had recent success too so they've been a much more stable organization the rams have been in st louis what do you want you think you could just come back and instantly you flip all these fans to be fans of your team no that's not how it works uh schefter just tweeted out that the raiders requested permission today to interview josh mcdaniels now i know it's been a while but don't you still have a little bit of pause with Josh McDaniels, considering he took a job and then immediately said, oops, sorry, and left. Um, I know it's been a while, stained. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm sure there's some pause. I'm guessing the other side to that, the way you convince yourself to not worry about it is, well, he'd never do that again. <laughs> which, <laughs> right. which is maybe right. I don't know if it's right or wrong, but it's a thing. So I could see that possibly being the case of just looking... At his situation, say, nah, he, would, he wouldn't be stupid enough to do that twice. If he wants this job and we want him, he's not going to back out. And when last we left you yesterday, the reports were that the Jags were ready to hire Byron Leftwich as their new head coach, which to me makes all the sense in the world. And now it's we're hearing that it's not a done deal. And maybe they're trying to screw around with the contract and not give him what he wants. So he's still out there interviewing for other jobs as well. Now well, that's... <laughs> But I don't know. <laughs> That's so Jags, right? I, I don't... This should have been... I know that you're not going to hire him over Urban Meyer because that was a whole splashy situation, but the reality is Byron Leftwich has plenty of reasons why it makes sense to hire him anywhere, but especially in Jacksonville, given his history with the team, and you're looking to build a new identity. I think that would be a great can't-miss hire if they're going to screw around with money on that. Meanwhile... The owner also runs a professional wrestling organization. So if you're going to tell me, oh, I don't know if we can find the money for you, I might be looking over at, you know, Adam Hangman Page or something and saying, well, can you take a little out of his salary so we can get this done? Do you want to run a football team? What's going on here? Uh, speaking of wrestling, Matty Ice went to the AEW show last night. Yeah. Up in the land. He sure did. Said he had a good time. That's I, I have not gotten onto the AEW train. I've not watched a ton. I know you haven't, but Teddy, you like it, right? You Teddy watched AEW. It. Yeah, I watched it last night. It's pretty good. You should have gone with him, Ted, because he said well, he went by himself. He yeah, just wanted he, to go. He left earlier, like during the show here. I would yeah, have had to take off, and I don't miss Yeah, but you don't give you know, Ted days Ted, off. You've, you've got like the Concord. You can get up there in record time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's it. He got the one of those decommissioned ones they got rid of. He he grabbed it from British Airways. Are they Airways. back, Concord? Maybe. I don't know. I thought they were. I hope they do. Well, you know, wasn't part Kyrie of the, goes on it, too, and you can see the curvature of the earth. You know, part of the... <laughs> no, he'll say that's fake. That's the glass <laughs> just giving you an effect. <laughs> All right. You know why that, that failed, ultimately? One of the reasons it failed? Well, they had a huge crash. Yes, they did have the crash, but also the reason, one of the reasons it failed, it was financially not very viable because... The sonic boom it creates by going faster than the speed of sound means you can't really fly it over anywhere where there's people underneath. Oh, that's interesting. So they found it troublesome that they were basically trying to run a airline that could only fly across oceans. So if you want to do that, you can't have as many flights because you not as many people want to go just, you know, from one 
part of the world to another like that. Many more people would rather go from, say, Detroit to Charlotte or whatever, and they can't really do those, or they Supersonic couldn't at the time. Detroit to Charlotte. Well, they couldn't find a way to make that feasible given their current limitations with technology. Maybe that's changed now. I don't know. Buckeye basketball tonight. We'll chat about it next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for a disabled vehicle on I-71 northbound before Weber Road. Traffic is beginning to build in this area as I try to get things clear. You'll also find heavy slowdowns on westbound 670 before I-70, an accident in that area as well. This is an injury crash. Please use caution. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers loads on payments and flexible payment options to help the customer stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them on the web for your fast and free quote today. Elmi and Array with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Dare dare to be dumb. The team that is better on paper will win at least 50% of the time. This is Man and Bone. It is Would You Rather Thursday. Send in your Would You Rather tweets at Man and Bone 971 Your chance to win fabulous prizes. Buckeye Hoops on the road for Minnesota tonight. Live coverage starts at 7. So Chris Mack is out at Louisville. We discussed it briefly yesterday. And people are saying that the Holt man is a candidate for the job. Now, look, we're Buckeye homers, I guess. But I tend to try, I, I try to be realistic. I don't, I don't necessarily see how that's a big step up from where he is. No, I, I know that like you, I tend to obviously think pretty highly of the Ohio State basketball job, but... You want to know why? Because it pays money. Well... Big time money. I know, but I've seen people who have brought up the fact that, well, you go to Louisville, the ceiling there is the top step as you're cutting down the nets at the Final Four. And it's like, right, you can do that at Ohio State as well. You can say the frequency of that occurrence at Ohio State is different, but... Let's let's go back a little bit, right? We obviously know Thad got a team to the Final Four and yeah. was in the national championship game. So that's the most recent coach prior to Chris Holtman who was able to do that. But if you want to go back to the Randy Ayers you know, era, okay, but I'm just saying like, and right before that, right, with Jimmy Jackson and all those guys, was Randy Ayers was here when Jimmy was here, right? Yes. Not yeah. mistaken, okay. That team every year, who were one of the reasons that team did not get to that height was not because they weren't any good, not because you couldn't recruit talent here. None of that. The reason that team, I don't believe, ever ascended to the level it could have gotten to, in part, was because you are going up against the Fab Five. You had like that. You don't think that factored in just a smidge to how Ohio State's success was at the time. I hate to admit it with Michigan. I can't stand them, but. To pretend like Ohio State has no history or could not get to that level, and only if you go to a quote-unquote blue blood like Louisville, because I guess since their football team has sucked for so long, we now just have to say, well, they're only a basketball school, so they must be better than Ohio State. I don't buy that. 
I think you have the same chance at Louisville as you do at Ohio State to get premier talent and to go big in the tournament and do good things. That's not that's not saying Ohio State's on the level, I don't think, of Kansas, Duke, or those other schools who, yes, are seen a little bit more as a perennial power. I think it's saying that Ohio State has the resources to get those players. And yeah, Chris Holtman is is obviously talented enough. He could coach at any of these jobs if they gave him a chance. I hope that the motivation isn't there for him to go coach at Louisville versus Ohio State. Yeah, and I, I heard some people say to me yesterday, well, if he takes a job, I wouldn't blame him for doing it, and I would congratulate him, and all right, what are we doing here? This, I am not alone. I shouldn't be alone in thinking that Ohio State basketball is not a stepping stone job. If no. it is, then you have bigger problems. Well, I don't. you're right. I don't think it's about, it will not be about money. It would just be simply you think, You'd rather be coaching at Louisville than you would at Ohio State. Well, let, let's say everything's equal to. Let's say that uh, maybe he thinks that job is a little bit better. Is it worth leaving this job? Right? Yeah. Is it worth leaving this job to go to Louisville, where obviously they, they're coming off of a head coach they feel like did not reach expectations? Oh, and by the way, the NCAA has served you with a notice of allegations. There's that, too. That's not going away. That school will be punished. If you're Chris Holtman, why do you want to deal with that? Yeah, I mean, I, the only answer on that is why do you want to deal with the other headaches too? Like you've got Kentucky that every year you're going to battle in recruiting and otherwise, you know, whereas in, a, in, a, in the state of Ohio, yes, you have other schools like Xavier and Cincinnati and, and there's plenty of others that are trying to vie for some top talent. But Ohio State... I like how you just left out Dayton. Because you love may, to piss them I may, off. I may have and done I, that and I approve purpose. of that, by the way. I may have done that on I purpose. I approve of it. Whatever. Bucky Bockhorn can come after me. That's <laughs> fine. Anyway, all I'm saying is, I know that there are schools you vie with here, too. It's not quite the same as Louisville and Kentucky duking it out for recruits and for everything else. Territory, all that stuff. I mean, if that job just holds more prestige for him or anyone else than Ohio State, I can't change their mind on that. But as far as... What you actually, that, that's a feeling that is an emotional attachment. And I'm not blaming Chris Holtman. I don't even know if he feels that way, right? I'm saying anyone out there who looks at college basketball and says, well, I'd rather be at Louisville than Ohio State. All right, that's your call on that. And I can't change your mind. But as far as the actual, what's going on day to day, what you physically have access to, the facilities here are as good as they're going to be anywhere. You have an alumni base that is going to be very supportive here. Yes, football is a huge thing that gets attention. That does not mean your program will not get it, will not have anybody paying attention to it. Does not mean you will not get the resources you need. And we've seen top talent has come here and you can get top talent to come and play at Ohio State. So I just don't feel like that is an answer that, oh, well, these other jobs are just infinitely better because they've got all this pedigree and years and years of history. Times are changing, man. Transfer portal is going to be a thing too. Yeah, it is. You don't. You go to Kansas for the first year because you think I'm going to Kansas to play for a legendary program, and then you sit the bench the whole year. Programs like Ohio State look really attractive all of a sudden. That's all I'm saying. Buckeyes in Minnesota tonight. Live coverage starts at seven. Catch all the action right here on the Fan. Jackets are playing at home against the Rangers. We will um, not have that, so please look elsewhere for your embarrassing jackets hockey. We have we have upset the jackets fans too. Because, about what? Saying well, true things? Yes, because this is the thing I don't understand about a very small segment of the Jackets fan well, base. Well, they, they can enjoy themselves. 6,500 <laughs> people in that place last night. <laughs> right. They can all enjoy themselves. 
if it, I don't understand when your team sucks, this is going on, by the way, this is going on with Browns fans right now up in Cleveland. They're the same kind of weirdos that I just don't understand. People are looking at the Browns and saying, why do they suck? And they, Or why did they not do as well as they should have this year? And people are looking at Baker Mayfield and saying, he seemed to have a pretty bad year. Maybe he's the reason why. Guys like Dustin Fox up in the media there, who's not necessarily my guy. I'm sure he's fine, former Buckeye. But that's his opinion he's thrown out there. He has gotten more Browns fans riled up calling out Baker Mayfield than those Browns fans seem to be about the actual performance of their team. So what are the Jackets fans riled up about? They're riled that we said that there's going to be 6,500 people there and that it's going to be more Rangers fans than Jackets fans and that this team apparently doesn't care and Brad Larson can't get the job done. Just refute that with facts, guys. What, what is Refute it with anything you want. Is, what is to dispute any of that? I don't get being more mad at the guys on the radio calling out the way your team is not giving an effort I don't get being more mad about that than the team actually, the millionaires paid to do it, not giving an you, effort. You have a captain on your team, Zach Wierenski. Go read his quotes, Jackets fans. Said they stopped playing. They just stop playing when things get tough. How is that my fault? <laughs> I don't know. What are we talking about here? What we're supposed to do is say, fun dip, rebuild, who cares, and move along. You know what? We're not supposed to pay attention to the fact. You'll get your wish because a lot of people out there are saying, who cares? Right. You'll get your wish. You can walk around the concourse all you want. Probably not tonight because Ranger fans will be there. That's what this franchise is right now. Penguins come to town, big gate. Rangers come to town, big gate. Yeah, Flames come to town to beat your ass, 6,500 people are there. Right. I don't know, man. For me, I I am I am not someone who cares if you run hard practices or soft practices or whatever, but it better work, whatever you're doing. And Brad Larson, pretty much last night, like you said, looks like he has no answers for this. He doesn't have any answers. He's saying the same thing after all these embarrassing performances. Unacceptable. It stops with me. Great. I'm going to have him run gassers. No, all right, I, good job. Here's what I fear, man. My biggest fear is that we're going to go through the rebuild, which of course has to happen. It is happening. And, and that's, it's not about losing. I don't care that you lose in a rebuild. That's the whole damn point of a rebuild is to lose. I get it. You're not supposed to try to lose the way the jackets are right now, where they don't even look like they want to play hockey. That being embarrassed six to nothing, at least show me there's a potential on this team to fight, play hard, Act like a team that could win if they just got some more talent, which is what you do in a rebuild. You bring in the talent, they add to the backbone of your team that is trying to build a good core, and then you become successful. Right now, what you got is a bunch of guys who just flat out don't care to play hockey for this town. So that is infuriating to me, but I'm I'm worried about this. If the Jackets go through this rebuild and we get some guys and we finally get this and they keep all the same people, Yarmo, Brad Larson, everybody hangs around. Well, you can't get rid of Yarmo. We're fun dipping and he laughing. wins every trade. What are you talking then, about? And then three or four years from now, we finally get this team back where it's supposed to be. And then we get to seventh seed in the playoffs and we win a playoff series and then get smoked in the second round again. There's going to be people say, well, there you go, rebound, here we go, we're doing it, we built this thing, and then this team never gets over the hump because we just don't have any standards uh, for this again. team. Rebuild again. Can it, I'm you, waiting for Elvis to watch, wa- march right into Yarmo's office and say, get me the hell out of here. Dude, we wonder why so many players don't want to play in Columbus, and then you look at what this great culture they've built here does. Yeah, Elvis is out there killing himself last night for nothing, for no good reason. 
I almost said something else. No GD reason. Well, it's Corpy tonight. <laughs> right. Good. And by the way, feel good Jackets fans, trade Corpy as no. soon as you can well, if you can get something now. for him. You got to trade everyone. Well, you 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 read what the NHL experts are telling you. <sighs> Corpy has no trade value I, at this point. That's great. You'll get almost nothing for him. That's great. Why? Because you, you're the Jackets. You just sit around and get nothing. That's what you do. Could have traded him in the off season, which is like a thing we've said for years: is maybe don't hang on to these guys till the very last minute, waiting for the perfect deal. Just get what you can, and instead they. Hang on all the way to where they go. No, just let them walk away eventually. I'll tell you what, man. Seth Jones did this team a favor. <laughs> he did this team a favor because he allowed Yarmo to make a deal that may turn out to be good. Well, he, al- he allowed may, that. May turn out if you don't get all these players screwed up by the organization that seems to just go, fun dip, high five. If Yarmo was left to his own six. devices, he would have gotten nothing for Seth Jones, too. And ultimately, who the hell knows? They may wind up getting nothing for Seth Jones. You can no, keep well, talking about all the potential you want. When's the last time the Blue Jackets took a young talent and actually made him into something? And got them to want to stay here and keep playing here. That's another huge part of that. Why do you have to aggravate me? Because that's what I do. Don't talk to me about these idiots. <laughs> we apparently know the new name for the Washington football team. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident. Still causing slowdowns on westbound 670 before I-70. Traffic is slow from Grandview Avenue in this area. You'll also find a disabled vehicle causing delays on I-71 northbound before Weber Road. Please be careful. Watch out for cars as they swerve to avoid it. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help the customer stay legal on the road for less. Lay it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Objects in radio may be dumber than they appear. This is Man and Bone. It is Would You Rather Thursday. Send in your Would You Rather tweets at Man and Bone 971. Your chance to win fabulous prizes. Every time you don't sing with this song, I'm not it, singing it. it shakes me up. Right, no. Ted? Like, you just, you hear it, you yeah. think there's com- something coming, like, and then... Here it comes, here it comes. And then no. nothing. That's, that's all right. You, I appreciate the curveball every once in a while. He's uh, PO'd right now because of your, uh, you know, the, what, what you did to him in the last segment. What did I do to him? You what did I do? You antagonized him with I the did? Yeah, you did. You well, knew exactly did, what you were how doing. Did I get, but I don't get antagonized when I see the things about the Jackets fans all getting mad at us. They're not mad at you. They're mad at you and me. I just let it roll off my back because I know it's like 12 people. These people that should actually go to jail. feel that way. They should go to jail. <laughs> You're lucky I'm not the emperor of the world because I would put all of you in jail. Now, I, all I, of you sniffers where your team can do nothing that's not great. You love everything. You're all full of it. And you should be in jail. You're not real fans. So you think you're real fans. You're the worst kind of fan. Well, here, I'll, I'll say this. I feel like you be a fan how you want to be. And I'm going to judge the hell out of you oh, for it. Sure, right. Put but you I'm, in jail. But I'm saying, 
If you think for a second the majority of people feel the way you do that root for this hockey team... And they'll be all alone in that place. Right. Like, you cannot sustain a hockey franchise in this town if... You go out and get drubs six to nothing like last night. And it's it's not even about the score, by the way. It's the score, yes, six to nothing looks bad, but watch the damn game. They didn't hustle. They didn't play. They gave up 62 shots. It's a record. Hey, just was your night. It's Flame, a record Flames for a home are, team. Flames are good and tough. And what are you going to do? Just, like, just lay down. Then you know what? Don't even go. Strategic forfeit. I am convinced that a lot of the people who claim to be hardcore hockey fans that are Jackets fans and then thus judge like, you know, people like you and me who have standards for this team. I feel like some of those people don't know about like what the 80s were like in hockey. Are you aware that in the 80s teams were shooting the puck like crazy? You know, that's when Wayne Gretzky played in the NHL, right? The guy who has the most points ever that happened in that era. Calgary was really good in that era. They never in the 80s had 62 shots in a night. They did last night in your building. And because you and I, Mike, are not like, oh, well, fun dip, rebuild, takes time, next game. Rangers, huh? Like, because we we took some offense to how the Jackets played last night. We we are the problem with the Jackets, I guess, no, somehow. Those fans are the problem. No kidding. You know what's interesting, too, about those fans? I would assume they would tell you how much they love Columbus, too. Well, I would hope so. They love that would have been about the Jackets. But those are the same fans that make excuses for their crap franchise by saying, who wants to come to Columbus? (laughs) Right. We're limited here in what we can get because we're Columbus. Oh, I love Columbus, so it's great. I love it. Yeah. Columbus food tours, yay! By the way, I again, I I hate to do this, but I should point out that there's a guy last night for the you know the crew just signed Milos Dejnik from uh, Red Star Belgrade. My guy, they play in the Champions League in soccer. He started for them. They beat Liverpool when he was starting for them. He's a talented, I think, 26 year old player. Another game for Milos. My guy, Milos. Milos has played in Europe. He's played all over the world. He is he lives in Australia. That's a really nice place to live, I've heard, by the way. Australia, super, depending on where you live, right? Nice and warm. Lots of lots of interesting things to do in Australia. Milos a lot decided... A dried-out bush, though, in Australia. That's, well, a lot of dried-out bush. Milos decided to come to Columbus because Columbus has a team that can help him achieve his goals. That's the crew right. are pretty it's good. Soccer. He different. wants to play World Cup soccer. He feels like coming to not New York, not Miami. You can't compare the crew not Los to the Blue Angeles. Jackets. What are we doing here? I guess not. Right. I'm told that you can't because they're two different leagues. It's so different. But they got a guy with Champions League talent to want to come here, and he decided to come here and play. Lucas Zellerion, an MVP candidate for the league, chose to leave where he was and come play here. So I'm... I don't go with you when you say no one wants to play in Columbus. People don't want to play for crappy organizations. Yeah. That's what they don't want to do. They're very stable. Look at all the tribute videos. Very stable. Mm. Oh, hey. Culture. Rangers Rangers, Rangers coming into town tonight. Mm -hmm. They've they've certainly got some guys from this organization in the past to go play there. We, We got some of their people from the front office to come here. Wonder which one of those, which way would you rather be? Uh, by the way, the Rangers. One of the, they, one of the teams tonight is in first place. Rangers cleaned house, and we took the guys that they cleaned house with, and now that's hmm, 
Okay. All right, they're building. They're building something. Well, because I this so. is a product of just great success. The great success they had you can, you can, could not be sustained. <laughs> when you win <laughs> championships. Yeah, the, the great, great success, success they had. Yes. Oh, well, hey, man. We're going to be the, what, I don't know. Right, be quiet. I don't want to hear from you. We're going to be one of those 16 seeds in the NCAA tournament. That's you're what annoying, we're aiming for. You're annoying me. Okay. Uh, we know who the Washington football team, what their name is going to be. At least people think it is. According to a who is internet record listing, commanders.com has transferred from Namecheap to domain server Mark Monitor Wednesday evening. Mark Monitor hosts 25 of the NFL's 32 official team websites. So they're saying this is going to that Mark Monitor uh, commanders is going to be the name. Oh, so not admirals. No, it says commanders. Wow. But why does that, why do we know because it changed hands that that's where it's, that's going to be I, I don't name. know anything. I'm just reading you this story. Okay. Well, they're saying. People so that, think it's commanders. Okay. Well, we heard admirals too. Maybe that's a little bit of misdirection to get us off of admirals. And Maybe. that's what it ends up being. Yeah. Act like I care. How you doing over there, Teddy? Good? Outstanding. Yeah. Just, Am I being too mean? No, I think no, you are. Spot you on. Calm down. How dare you? If get you've missed anything. Can you get some fun dip and just shut the hell up, If please? you've dip. missed anything from the first two hours of the program, we got you covered with the rundown. Coming up, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find an earlier accident has cleared from Alum Creek Drive at Livingston Avenue. All lanes have reopened in that area. I'm still watching an injury crash on Westbound 670 before I-70. It is blocking the right side. Please be careful. Traffic is slow from Grandview Avenue. This traffic report is sponsored by eBay Motors. Getting stuck in traffic is part of owning a car. Getting stuck because you don't have the right parts doesn't have to be. That's because eBay Motors has all the right parts at the right prices. 122 million of them. So keep moving and moving in style at ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care, make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. These guys are a big deal. And by big deal, I mean cheap and fat. You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone. Would You Rather is coming up at 434, 534, 434 Mm -hmm. Central. Send in your Would You Rather tweets at Man and Bone 971 your chance to win fabulous prizes. Um, what was I going to say to you? I don't know. Dick Masheter Ford fan poll. That wasn't it, but we may as well do it. Okay. Which local sports event are you more interested in tonight? U.S. Men's National Team qualifier against El Salvador. Jackets and Rangers. No. <laughs> That's just the limit. Buckeyes and Gophers. Um... Obviously, I'm usually pretty excited about Buckeye basketball, but I have my U.S. soccer jersey on today. You know yeah. where I'm voting on that. Yeah, I like how you come in here all the time. It's so cold. I'm so cold. Why are you wearing a short sleeve shirt in here today? Because I'm I'm not going to the game, but I'm you know supporting the team anyway, wearing my old 1994 World Cup jersey. That's what I'm wearing. So little Lexi Lawless action. Here. Well, it's not from 1994. Oh, I bought I was a size. Say, it's pretty it's good. a tribute to the 94 jerseys they wore back then. But yeah, I'm yeah, you were that sure. heavy in 94. You'd be on like Maury. 
<laughs> well, I definitely wouldn't have touched rim back in high school. No, let me tell you, no, that wouldn't happen if I was that heavy. I, no, but yeah, I'm excited about Buckeye basketball too. I just U.S. national team World Cup. I got to I'm, I want to watch both. I got what times the soccer game on seven. And what, then, what channel? Uh, I think it's ESPN two. I believe. News? Yeah. So whatever. Susie Colburn, a leather jacket, will be there. She will. Keith, Ol- Keith Olbermann. Yeah. Going back to the Deuce oh, days. No. Yeah. You got me excited there for a second. <laughs> you remember the Deuce I back know, in the day? But was I thought Susie was actually going to be there looking like the ultimate no, warrior. No, 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 no. But that's, that, that is a, I got to watch Pito both. Bill Pedo as well. B- Bill Pedo. Bill Pedo. Uh, I got to watch both. So, but I'm more excited about the U.S. national team. Uh, rundown. Let's do it. Common Man and T-Bones. The Rundown. The Rundown. Jackets lose 6 to nothing to the Flames last night. Embarrass themselves again. They don't quit, but they stop playing, according to Zach Wierenski. So, boy, that is whatever. That is that is slicing it pretty thick, I got to tell you. 62 shots on goal for the Calgary Flames last night. But what are you going to do? They're a good team playing good hockey. You know, you can't six, help but yeah, look like can, a peewee team against the Calgary Flames. Like, yeah, 6 nothing is bad. And if that is the only time that happened or... I, I wish this could be as clear as possible because I know people don't always hear every segment of our show and don't always catch what we're trying to say. My summary is this. You can be in a rebuild. You can be a losing team that knows it's got it. The players don't want to lose. The players want to go out and fight, but you can know you're undermanned. You're playing young Those guys. players last night didn't want to fight. Well, right. I'm saying you can you can have an organization going through a rebuild and not be getting embarrassed like this. You can have a team that is a lot more competitive, even if they're losing. Losing is, is soft. To some people, losing is losing. And I normally understand where you're coming from, but the amount of times this team has gotten run out of the building. Last night was historic. It's the most any visiting team has ever scored on an opponent in NHL history. Or not scored. Most they've ever most shots they've ever put towards an opponent in NHL history. It was a franchise record for Calgary. And you let that happen in a month where you've also seen humongous deficits in games, where you've given up all season long. In they've one month. Periods they've melted in down in. one month because their little COVID break ended one month ago, right? Was it the 27th or 28th? They yeah, started playing right. games again. 27th, 28th. All right, so it's there. been one month. Here's what you've had in one month. Give up seven goals to the Hurricanes. Give up seven goals to the Lightning. Uh, give up nine goals to the Panthers, give up five goals to the Penguins, give up six goals to the Flames. Yeah. And yes, they this had a, a, a one-month time period. And I know some Jaggers says, what about the time we beat the Canes? Six what, all right, uh, what about it? Yeah, that's 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 called an aberration in a midst of poo. And it's a, if you're losing to those teams, I get it. They're better. They're playoff teams. They're going to beat you well, most I, of them. I'm not them. even bringing up losing to Ottawa and losing to Blackhawks. No, teams no, no. And, I teams know. that have fewer points than them at the time. I'm not even bringing that up. Right. It's, I'm bringing up the embarrassing performances. That's where I don't see how Brad Larson can continue as the coach of this team. This is not fire every coach who doesn't win for a few games. This is you are trying to rebuild. You need to make sure the future of this organization is stable and I don't think having Brad Larson as being in charge of it is going to get you there because you're not just losing, you're getting smoked. You're not just you're not getting players to play for you. Is that not concerning to Jackets fans? There's people that are gonna go to this arena tonight, you're gonna pay all that money, you're gonna go down there and watch the game, and then you're gonna be thrilled to watch this team. Maybe, maybe tonight they'll show up and play. 
but most likely you know what you're going to get out of this organization. These guys are going to go out there, and if they can keep in it for a period or two, great. But the second the wheels start to fall off, they're going to give up. And that is on coaching. There's, there's no other way to slice that. These are professional athletes. These are guys who should be able to get the job done. When you can't get them there, that is a failure of coaching. First and foremost, may also be a failure of all these players not working together. That goes to your front office. But this coaching staff has not got these players anywhere close to being ready for these games. And it shows. Jackets apologists, say hi to all the Ranger fans that are taking over your building tonight. Yeah, by the hey, way. Hey, welcome. The- hope you like our city. Sorry, our hockey players hate our city, but hope you like it. Thanks the- for coming. To all the Rangers fans who are in town, because we don't really need to tell the Jackets fans, because I can't blame you. There won't be a lot of you there, but... Rangers fans are in town. Be aware there's a World Cup qualifier going on right next door. So there's going to be a lot of people in town tonight. A lot of people. So if you're not new, if you're new to the area, you know, pull up your Google Maps, try to find your parking spot early. You want to get down there quickly because going to be a lot of traffic in the arena district tonight. Uh, the Bears have hired Colts defensive coordinator Matt Eberflus. Flus. Flus. To be their uh, new head coach. The Broncos have hired Packers offensive coordinator Nathaniel Hackett. To be their head coach, some people think it makes sense for Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams to join him in a package deal. Well, it certainly seems like Denver's brain trust would be... That's probably something that factored into their decision. I'm, I'm sure, sure that's what they want to they'll, do. They'll deny that that's the only reason they hired him, and I'm sure they, they probably think he's a very good offensive mind, all those other things, but having someone who has a familiarity level for perhaps the biggest one-two package ever seen in a free agency or a, a trade that would have to be worked out that that's that's got to be at least a part of why they gave him a maybe a harder look than some other teams did ben roethlisberger officially retires today he makes it official on social media you know we knew he was done with the steelers and i think everybody thought he was 99 percent done he wasn't going to try and catch on someplace else and now he's confirmed it he's done played 18 seasons in uh, in Pittsburgh, did I say Philadelphia? I don't. Th- I didn't think you did, but if you did, we all know that's wrong. It's Pittsburgh. All right. Anyway, Roethlisberger's done. Who yeah, cares? Good. I I hope Tom Brady retires next, so they can completely overshadow him at the Hall of Fame ceremony. Lower dot com field hosting the U.S. Men's National Team in a World Cup qualifier tonight against El Salvador. Uh, breaking news: It's cold. I don't know why this is. News to some of these national writers coming in here. Did you know on January 27th in Columbus, Ohio, it's cold? Yeah. What are we going to do? But I looked up, because, uh, you know, this is this is something that's been brought to the attention. Oh, no, I can't believe they dared have a game in Columbus where it's going to be 29 degrees or 30 degrees at game time. You know, I, I checked over to see what's going on in Newcastle, England today, Mike. Yeah. High of forty four, low of thirty five. All right, is that that is that that far off? They play literally Premier League games every week there during the winter. I know Newcastle; it's a little different climate. Yeah, you don't get as much snow, but yeah. but I'm talking like it's not that far off temperature wise. Plus, it's Celsius there. No, 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 that was Fahrenheit. I did the conversion. I didn't read. Oh, you it's it. not forty four <laughs> Celsius. No, it's where they're playing on the surface of the sun. <laughs> it's not that. No, a little cooler than that. Anyway. So tonight's a big game from this standpoint for the U.S. national team. This is a World Cup qualifier. You have six of these games left to qualify for the World Cup. 
You're currently in second, one point behind Canada, who the U.S. plays on Sunday in Canada, in Hamilton, Ontario, which is going to be, guessing, colder than it is here, but whatever. You got to go out tonight. El Salvador's a team you should beat. I think they played them at home. U.S. national team has like 16 times, and they've won 14 of those contests. So, yeah, this this should they have to get it done tonight, and I expect to see a good showing out of this national team head coach by former crew man, Greg Berhalter. Let him live. Common Man and T-Bones, The Rundown. The Rundown. I forgot to bring this up. The uh, the guy who covers hockey locally for The Athletic had a piece about Brandon Dubinsky today. Obviously, it did not end well with him here. No. He is no friend of torts. Neither am I, by the way. But I found it interesting. He hasn't really talked much since he went away in 2019 and had the chronic wrist injury. But uh, clearly things didn't work out the way that he wanted them to work out, ending his professional career. And I, 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 I certainly miss his toughness. I don't think this team would play like they're playing right now if Brandon Dubinsky was on it. Probably not. You need a couple guys like that on this roster. But, you know, he said that he was upset that Torts decided to go with some younger guys because that's what Torts is known for. Sticking his neck out for the younger guys. <laughs> he always loves to have young guys out there who don't know how to play any defense. Well, and that's the yeah. thing. I, I will defend John Tortorella with this. Brandon Dubinsky had some moments with the Columbus Blue Jackets. I enjoyed him for many years. Last couple of seasons, it was clear he just couldn't play anymore. And it took, I think, Doobie a while to realize that. But Torts is paid to realize that. So if you're looking at a veteran who you know cannot do it anymore, then I, I don't. He said, "I don't want to waste your time. Go yeah. home and collect your check." Sure. Yeah, you know, he's trying to win hockey games out there. I didn't have a problem with that move. No, I didn't either. I do wonder: Does the fun dip crowd who like loves Dubinsky but also loves Tortorella? What do they do with that article? Just to pretend it doesn't exist. Yes, pretend it doesn't exist. Okay. Because, I mean, that, that, that's the same crowd that would defend him. Can I tell you say, something now? Dubinsky didn't really deserve to play, and it's like, AJ ah, worked really hard the only ex- The only excuse for why this hockey team is playing like this is that Brad Larson is secretly still on Tortorella's payroll. <laughs> where he wants this team to look so bad <laughs> that even me, I say, please bring John Tortorella back. <laughs> because can you, ima- can you imagine? Oh, can well, you imagine if you had that performance last night and Torts was the coach? Well, that's, He would have come to practice today with a flamethrower. <laughs> well, the other thing is, I mean, Larson did uh, from all... Again, I don't cover the Jackets. I don't go to these practices. But from all the people who do, they said the practice they had the other night... Uh, well, when, uh, was a couple weeks ago, whenever it was, when they lost 9-2 to to Florida. The next practice they had after that... They said was tougher than any practice they saw no, I in the mean, last few years. You're, you're misunderstanding me. I mean an actual flamethrower. <laughs> he would roast guys. You would smell their <laughs> flesh burning. He'd be chasing them around the ice. The ice is melting under them. He's like, skate faster. Right. Otherwise, you're going to trip and fall. They're dog paddling. <laughs> it's actually, They're where's swimming. the ice coach? Like, this is a swimming pool. No, put all your hockey gear on. You're jumping in. Uh, the curse of the good quarterback continues. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. 
Good evening. You'll find an earlier accident has cleared from the roadway of westbound 670 before I-70. All lanes have reopened in that area, but plan about a 10-minute slowdown as traffic continues to recover. Traffic report is sponsored by Fresh Time Market. Get real about flavor and freshness at your local Fresh Time Market. This week's save on fresh Atlantic salmon fillets, just $6.99 a pound, now through February 1st. Fresh Time Market. Get real. Only an array with fan traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean-out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. The most listened to show in Greenland. This is Man and Bone. Would You Rather is coming up at 534. Send in your Would You Rather tweets. Uh, The quarterback curse continues. Tom Brady had a chance to end a 56-year quarterback curse this season, but due to the Buccaneers' loss in the divisional round, that curse will now be continuing for at least one more season. Here's what the curse is. Okay. No quarterback in NFL history has ever led the league in passing yards and won the Super Bowl in the same year. Really? I find that to be astonishing. I do, too. But I would have thought it would have happened at least once. 56 years, that has never happened. You know what it is? Arm gets sore. Throwing all those passes. Just and Then you get to the good big games in the playoffs, and you're like, I don't, ouch, my arm hurts. Then you can't throw. That's what it is. Clearly, that's the only excuse for that. That must be what happened. Mm-hmm. Nothing else to take away from that. I wasn't listening. Thank you. Uh, I saw this today. The Giants are not likely to trade for Deshaun Watson. They still want to build their offense around Daniel Jones. Well, is it? I mean, yes, I saw the comments from the ownership, right? Yeah, here's here's some quotes. The kid has physical ability. He's got arm strength. He's athletic. He can run. I'm really excited to work with Daniel. Again, when the new staff gets in here, we'll build an offense around Daniel to accentuate what he does best. Um, here's what owner uh, John Mara said. We do feel Daniel can play. We've done everything possible to screw this kid up since he's been here. <laughs> well, he's That's honest true. at least. Yeah. We keep changing coaches, keep changing coordinators, keep changing offensive line coaches. I take a lot of responsibility for that. But let's bring in the right group of coaches now and give them some continuity try and rebuild the offensive line, and then be able to make an intelligent evaluation of whether he can be the franchise quarterback or not. I have a lot of hope in Daniel. I know how badly he wants it. I know how the players feel about him. We're certainly not giving up on him by any stretch of the imagination. Until one year from now, when we do. (laughs) Right. Translation, we're not sure if our draft pick's good enough to get the guy we want in this draft, or there's not a quarterback in this draft we'd like. That's the answer. Yeah. If there were... You know, last year's draft class. Right. This year, I bet you the Giants are drafting a quarterback. And they are saying goodbye to Daniel Jones. Yeah. And also, I mean, John Mara said the Deshaun Watson deal is just not a thing they're interested in, which good for him for having some kind of standard on that and saying they don't want to bother. I don't know that it would have come into play anyway because, you know, perhaps he wouldn't want to play in New York. But yeah, good for him for having some standards there. 
All I will say is on the Daniel Jones front, if I'm looking at the jobs that are available, and yes, I'm sure there are some people who are drawn to the Giants because it's a you know prestigious organization to it some is? level. What I, are we doing? I don't know. Why are we doing? I saw something today. Where it's like Aaron Rodgers may want to go to the Giants. Well, good luck with all that. Well, right. I mean, I I, I don't know why people are attracted to that job, but maybe it's the fact that you think you can turn it around, and if you can turn it around, you're in New York. You'll be the toast of the town. All I know is, I'm saying, even if that's what you think, which I would not be of that opinion, I would want to be as far away from that organization as possible. I wouldn't want to deal with the media in that town. It's different anyway when you're in the NFL, right? You're dealing with pretty hardcore media no matter where you go, but I wouldn't want to go to New York for those reasons, along with the fact that now the owner has come out and said, Daniel Jones, our guy. Well, what if that's not my opinion if I'm the new head coach? I was I just going to say, did they hire a coach when I wasn't paying attention? That's what I mean. What if the new coach comes in here and says, I hate this guy? Exactly. I don't. I, I understand there's probably going to be some pressure from ownership to do certain things when you take a job, but being that out in public in the media and saying, this is what we're going to do, we're going to build an offense around this quarterback, well, if I'm, the, if I'm the coach, I'm saying you've just given away a lot of our leverage, haven't you? With... Whatever we're thinking about doing with him, with any of that, I don't. I don't like this tone. I'm I'm trying to go somewhere where they're going to let me decide what I want to do with this team, and apparently that's not New York. Then you got all the other stuff with just the organization being terrible, the media being a, a tough sell. There, yeah, I'd I'd probably say if I can go other places, I would. Of course, the New York fans are very nervous this weekend because the bomb cyclone is coming for them. Mm. We can't just say it's going to snow a lot and be windy. Do we we got to call it a bomb right. cyclone. I got to find out. I just did a bone of education on wind. I didn't see bomb cyclone in there. What is the difference between a bomb cyclone and just like a regular old cyclone? I don't is know. There, is there one? Well, it's, an, it's a nor'easter, too. They say it's got the power of a hurricane. It's a blizzard, but with the power of a hurricane. All right. That does, that does not sound great. Um, it says... This is really helpful. Thank you to the USA Today for writing this. A bomb cyclone, which occurs through the process known as bombogenesis. <laughs> bombogenesis? Bombogenesis is Phil, a scientific... Phil Collins comes over. Is that a scientific term? I don't know. Also, did, they, did whoever came up with all these terms just really like the word bomb? And they were like, let's put it in the weather. What can we do? How about bomb cyclone? Yeah, but how do they form? Bombogenesis. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a winter hurricane is what everything says that I'm reading here. So, okay. Okay. Sounds bad. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So call it a winter hurricane. Wouldn't that, that actually sounds like a song that a band from the eighties would have written. Winter hurricane. Yeah, absolutely. Would you rather is coming up next. Common man and T-bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's bar traffic center. Good evening. Watch out for a disabled vehicle on I-71 northbound before Weber Road. It is causing some backups over here as they try to get things cleaned up. You're also going to find some slowdowns on westbound 670 between I-71 and 4th Street. Plan about a five-minute delay. Starving Report is sponsored by Fresh Dime Market. Get real about flavor and freshness at your local Fresh Dime Market. This week, save on fresh asparagus, just $1.99 a pound. Now through February 1st, Fresh Dime Market. Get real. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Fan- oh, hello! I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. 
She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Pondering life's stupid questions. What if uh, C-A-T really spelled dog? It's time for Would You Rather. The best Would You Rather, according to us. It's a $50 gift card to the Walrus. Pecan pennies and the Walrus are thanking firefighters, nurses, teachers, or anyone with a badge. Show your badge, any badge, to receive an employee discount. Bone, are you ready? I am so ready. Uh, Zach says, what's cracking? Thank you, Ted. Thank you, Ted. You suck. Would you rather once a year have glass in your food? But you never know when it's happening, so it's always looming over you every oh. meal. Oh, no. Or watch a species movie marathon with your parents. All four films, no bathroom breaks. I mean, the, he I'll, has... I'll watch it. At this point, yeah, I'll watch it with my parents. I don't care. I mean, my goodness, my parents, I don't think they even know how to process what's going on in those movies. But sure, that'd be a lot of fun. Uh, Zola the Polo says, my guys. Dickie the Punchline Donkey on Cool 97.1. Would you rather never be able to eat corn, any form, including tortillas or chips, or never be able to watch an American compete in an international tournament, World Cup, Olympics, etc., ever again? I, I need corn. I gotta have corn. See ya, corn. Buy corn? Yeah. All right. Oh, I see what you're doing. Oh, the, no, the different. Ba the oh, band yeah. corn. No, different corn. I got to watch the World Cup. I got to see the U.S. win one of those, hopefully, someday. So I've, I'll give up corn. Forest Sports Burner says, my guy. Some early onions. Would you rather have to wear a banana, banana hammock anytime you're near a body of water or your nipples chafe and bleed within seconds of doing anything remotely active? I never go near bodies of water. So I don't care. Do we count a pool as a body? I don't, of water? I don't even do that. I don't, don't like. Do, you no, don't do pools? I'm like a cat. I don't like getting wet. <laughs> yeah, you know what? That's your problem, not mine. If I'm wearing a banana hammock, so enjoy the view, everyone. I'm taking that. I don't want my nipples chafing. Uh, Ryan Day's beard says, "Mis muchachos." Yeah, boy. Would you rather watch the U.S. men's national team in sub-zero conditions with only an American flag to cover you? Hey. Or watch Ohio State football in sub-zero conditions with only a Buckeye leaf to cover your nuts. Mm. Buckeye Hashtag nuts. fire Gene. Wow. Okay. Wow. Man. Just, and then, Ryan okay. Day's beard is angry at Gene. Yeah. Um, I'll take the flag. Yeah, flag's slightly more cover. cover. covers more yeah, of I, me. I take that. Um, what do I have? Sean. Sean. Hey, Sean. Says, my guys. Would you rather have explosive volcano diarrhea once a day, every single day, for three years, and your favorite sports team is guaranteed to win a title in one of those three years, or poo your pants at random once a year in each of those three years, and your team is guaranteed a title? Ah, <laughs> uh, that would take I'll, I'll a lot out of you. I'll do my pants. Yeah. Random, yeah. One, just once a year? Once Let me a tell year. you something. I poo my pants once a year now. 
And I'm guessing you don't know when it's coming then <laughs> no, either. I don't you know. Plan it out like, all right, two weeks away, going to have that happen. Uh, the Bone Show says, my guys. Ah! Ah! Would you rather get no prep for the rapid rapid fire segment? Rapid fire. Or Yikes becomes a sponsored segment. No prep. Yeah, who needs it? I, who needs go. who needs Yikes becoming a sponsored segment? Yeah, that's what I say. Then it's obligation. We have to do it. As of right now, it's totally free, and we can just anytime decide not to do it, but we always do it. Muggsy's Leaper says, my guys. We talked about Cox. Would you rather get rid of that hard water or that soft pee-pee? <laughs> <laughs> that's up to you, buddy. Hey, get the hey, get the funk out of your water. That's that what I say. That is up to you. Yeah. Um, Russell says, would you rather your mother pick out your food or your clothes for the rest of your life? Clothes. Yeah, I mean, my mom is anti-alcohol, uh, so... I would not be able to drink well, anything. Well, said food, not, food, we not drink. Well, I, well, all right, fair enough. I was just saying that if we're talking things that go in my mouth. What is your... Yeah, I don't know. Cut that one up. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. James says, my guys. Ah! 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 Would you rather wear the complete goalie setup everywhere and always or skis? Oh, I think I'm going to go goalie setup? Yeah, goalie setup. Or get up or whatever. How would you I'm, drive a car with skis? Well, you couldn't. You'd have to... I don't even... Well, you'd have skis, so at least a few months a year, you might be able to get around okay, but the rest of the time, it's going to be a pain. Uh, Steve says, my guys... Chubby time! Would you rather eat nothing but Popeye's chicken forever or never have Popeye's chicken oh, again? Well, that's easy. Come on. You're not... It's Popeye's not, forever. No, right? I, I wouldn't. Because you, you, you can't have any other food. That's fine. That's I'm it. I'm good. No, you would not be I good. I love Popeyes. I I need carbs. Well, apparently, I don't. I need pizza they, and they bread. Have oh, I thought he meant like you can have Popeyes, whatever no, they've got that replaces all your food. You can't have the a rest biscuit. Of your, you go to Popeyes, you eat it every day for the rest of your life, but you can't have one of their biscuits. Well, you, you can, can have French you can fries. Have a biscuit, if you want That's bread. There you go. It's not bread. No, it's not. Yeah. Dope. get out of here. There's no yeast in a biscuit. I don't, I don't know enough to argue I don't that. I really don't, I don't know enough to argue that. I got to tell biscuit. you. You're probably right. Um, nah, who cares? <laughs> I don't need yeast. <laughs> That's not the name of the segment. Who, who cares? cares? <laughs> With Common Man and T-Bone. Uh, T-Money says, my guys. I've wrestled in North Korea. You were guaranteed to lose 10 pounds a week, but would either have to <laughs> <laughs> pee out of your bee once a day using okay. a whole roll of TP. Mm, lot of lot of letters here. Or shoot out one big constipation. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Bono? Bono dump? Is, is Bono known? Bo- I, are, we, are we talking about the the YouTube? The YouTube singer? Okay. Um, At the end of each for... week, which one would you choose? I'm lost. Uh, I just see P well, and B and Bono. I'm I'm confused. So, so you he's saying you have like diarrhea, but you lose ten right, pounds a week. It. I'll take that. Yeah, I don't want to shoot out a... No. Mm-mm. Nope. That's not good. That's painful. Yeah. Uh, Mark says, would you rather have the Buckeyes win the college football playoff and never be champions in men's basketball or have the Buckeyes win the men's NCAA tournament and never be champions in football? That's very interesting because, of course, that's what's missing for me in my Buckeye fandom, seeing a 
basketball national championship, and I have seen multiple football national championships. Yeah, I'm, but I'm, if you tell me I can never see a football national championship again, that depresses me. Yeah, I but I I I really want the basketball championship. But then I you know, that. you know. Yeah, I know. You're never getting a football title again. I know. I'm still going to go with basketball. Let's go. Let's do it. Okay. Teddy's just I just offended Teddy. Teddy's shaking his head like, "Oh man. Oh man, I hate you." That's right. You hate the football team. That's what I, I heard. I love the basketball team. That's what I love, Ted. Care about other sports than just football. It's Pick not a just a football school. Um I think we're going with the uh, I'm going to go with the corn one. Corn. Can't eat corn. World Cup. Can of corn. Olympics. Who was that? Bob Carrollson. Whoever that was. Can of corn person. Song of the day today. Mm-hmm. Actually, I heard you and Ted talking about this band. Got me in the mood. Youth Gone Wild by Skid Row. There you go. From yeah. 1989. I remember this getting a lot of love from MTV back in the day, but the single itself only reached number 99 on the Hot 100 and number 27 on the mainstream rock chart. It was the debut single from Skid Row's debut album. Album went on to sell 5 million copies, Bone. Critics didn't like it because critics are stupid. That's right. Skid Row was technically the first band I ever saw live. My first ever concert was March 24th, 1989. It was Bon Jovi at the Rosemont Horizon, but the opening band, Skid Row. And they hail from where? Tom's River, New Jersey. Underrated album, Skid Row's debut from 1989, Youth Gone Wild is the song. If you don't like it, you're stupid. Hey, you so you went to like an all-New Jersey concert there, right? The Jove and oh, yeah. Skid Row? Absolutely. Springsteen there too, just showing good, up? No, oh, Springsteen no? was not there. They had all, th- all New Jersey was not acts. there. Okay. And I was nine years old, and it was the first time oh. I saw naked boobs I was that weren't say, my mom's. I, I bet you... <laughs> What a, what well, my a, mom what would a flash caveat. me every day. What a caveat. Give me some beads! Mom. <laughs> You're the lunch monitor, Mom. Stop. Stop showing all the kids your tease. Well, did you ever uh, thank Sebastian Bach for uh, getting to see your first set of Hooters outside of, you know, <laughs> yeah, I Mom? Gotta, I gotta let him know. Probably he, had, he probably had something to do with it. I'm given sure the, he did. That, that person was very motivated, it sounds like. Back page coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good evening. You'll find an earlier disabled vehicle has cleared from I-71 northbound to Four Weber Road. The traffic is still slow as it recovers in that area. You'll also find some delays on Route 315 northbound between I-70 and 670. Plan on backups there as well. This traffic report is sponsored by Staples Store. Staples helps your business grow with custom printed sales and marketing materials. Now get 25% off custom printed labels, postcards, flyers, brochures, and more when you spend $60 or more. In-store only. Offer ends in the 29th. See staples.com slash print for details. Staples, the working and learning store. Elmi and Array with fan traffic. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. 
She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Buckeye Show coming up at the top of the hour. The fine host of the Buckeye Show, your friend and mine, Timmy Hall. Hello, Timmy. Oh, you guys. Bone Man. Nice Hello. shirt, Bone. Oh, yeah. Wearing my U.S. national team jersey. A little uh, retro jersey. 94 World Cup edition. 1994. That was mm. the one in California, right? Well, in the U.S. In the yeah, U- it was, okay. Yes, the, it was yes, the whole country yep. that gets the World Cup, Timmy. Mm-hmm. And we're going to get it again. Five years. Well, four years from this summer. Yeah. 2026. I can't wait. The whole country. You got your phone on? I'm sorry. How you doing there, Rimmer? Freaking Joey Lane texted me while I'm on the air. How you doing? Stop. Remember I had a... Uh, Remember those times you don't fade the microphone up? I had... <laughs> when you like my wife. <laughs> we had a, an incident last night. You did? Where, uh... Look, I'm a grown man who enjoys a Teddy Graham. All right? I don't apologize for that. What's wrong with dip, a Teddy Graham? Do you dip them into a rainbow chip icing? What? Rainbow chip what, icing? What even is What are you that? talking about? I don't know what that is. You don't know what rainbow chip icing is? No. Oh, my God. I, I, don't, I don't know. I've you never heard of it. You haven't you are, lived. You are talking to two large men. Yeah, you two very we are, we are, looking, at, we are looking at each other very confused. It's a, it's a Betty Crocker brand. They brought it back because oh, fans I, I went see. nuts when they didn't I, have it. I see the problem. You call it icing like an idiot. I call it frosting because that's what it is. <laughs> Wow. wow. I'm from Virginia. We call it acid. Oh, I'm just going to go and have a pop. I'm going to drink me a pop. Well, we know oh, is- how you do me? <laughs> what I know is... No, but frosting- I do dip them in peanut butter. Somebody was yeah. petty enough at some point to say with icing or frosting, whichever came first, why are we calling it that? It's not cold. Let's call it this other thing, which also insinuates you know cold. Well, frosting, icing, whatever the label says on the actual Betty Crocker brand, I'll I'll allow that. Okay. If, if it says fine. icing, I, de- no, I deserve I, an apology. I just there, didn't know what I'll rainbow take frosting. I've had like Funfetti. Is that is that what it is? Is like Funfetti icing? Funfetti is, it- is Pillsbury. That one sucks. The Betty Crocker brand wow. is awesome. Just walking Way all over the better. funfetti. So, oh, right. any, so anyway, okay. So dip, you dip, yes, you dip, you dip the chocolate in ones in the peanut butter. That'd be no, good. I, it's it's the cinnamon gram, cinnamon flavored, yeah. and I like to put them in like a little plastic Tupperware because the box then never gets closed properly and they get stale. Yes. So I put my Teddy yeah. Grahams in a little Tupperware, and I go in to get some Teddy Grahams last night, and the Tupperware lid not sealed, not closed, right? Just resting on not top closed. of it. And I said, "What did you have Teddy Grahams today to my wife? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you didn't close the thing. I did. <laughs> you didn't close it. It's not even, it's not, not like just the flap is not closed. The, flap. The, the lid is askew. So there's air getting inside the Teddy Grahams. Mm. So instead of her just saying, I'm sorry. Instead I get, well, remember that time you did this? <laughs> we're not talking about that we're talking about teddy grams oh man if you can't score keep in a marriage 
what the hell is there? Uh, yeah, that's that's the healthy way to do yeah. it. Make sure yeah. you keep a score well, well, you, for years and years. This is why years. your wife wants to kill you. You score keep over petty <laughs> no, things. No. Keep them small. <laughs> like like gotta, that. Like Tupperware Gotta be lids. a duck. Gotta let it roll off your back. Gotta oh, move yeah. along. Because I'm sure you never have ever spoken up about something that bothered you in the house. Oh, no, we Bone do. is just Mr. Perfect. No. Perfect man. Perfect husband. Perfect yeah, brother. Brother I, Bone loves that's me. That's what I claim. Perfect everything. No, I'm saying, though, I got to let it roll off my back because if I don't, that's when all the, that's when all the crap happens. That's when you get oh, into so it. Oh, it's all Melissa. Then she never <laughs> just sits back and takes it. She likes to keep that baby going. That's what I see. How did I get in trouble for your issue? How did I get in trouble for your crap? He's deflecting. Yes. Just deflecting I'm right def- into it. He's deflecting. deflecting. You know what? Yeah. You are Classic. an idiot for calling it frosting. What a dope you are. Well, we're going to see. We're going to look at what it's actually called. Oh, what do you mean what it's actually called? What, what the label says. Like, what if you go to the store and you look at it, does it say frosting or does it say icing? What's the brand? Betty Crocker Rainbow Chip Icing. All right, I'm looking it up right now. Do oh, it. Tell me what's coming up on the Buckeye Show. While coming I up tonight, we're going to get a big basketball hour. Joey Lane's going to be in here. We're going to talk about EJ Liddell. We'll think about what kind of pro he's going to be, maybe where he gets drafted. Of course, we'll preview the Minnesota game. It's been a nine-day layoff. All right, hold on. He's also got a special talent he's going to show us. I don't oh. care about Oh, I don't care about that. I, I care. Thank you, Tim. What? I what? just typed it in Google. What? I didn't even finish typing yet. Oh, no. All I put is Betty Crocker, uh, Rainbow, and then I typed nothing else. The first selection down, uh, it says Betty Crocker Rainbow Chip Frosting. Ah! Kiss my ass. All right. All right, I'll take mm. it. I'll take it. And if I must say, Joey Lane would be very upset with you as well. Yeah, I think well, that's he's right. A, he's a pop guy for sure. He's from Chicago. He's Chicago. Yeah. yeah. You guys are going to hate. Not from there. I actually don't call it <laughs> frosting or icing. I call it sugar goo. That's what I call <laughs> I like my sugar goo. sugar goo. Get some sugar goo on my cake. That's what I do. Yeah. We got to put the sugar goo on the cookies for Santa. Buckeye yep. Show, top of the hour, right here on the fan. Back page. The Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Bone. Well, man, a bald eagle in Lehigh County, Pennsylvania, smashed into the front window of a family home there shattered the plate glass and then i see this is the next the next sentence in the article is police responded you called the cops on the bird flying into your house maybe they didn't know it was a bird well no 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 because there's also a video with this that shows a bird sitting a bald eagle sitting on the ground oh through the broken glass i didn't i didn't and it's no the, there the eagle was still there oh the eagle it's well it's big enough to shatter the glass it it survived it's sitting there they called the police i guess the point of that was to then say what do we do there's a bald eagle here it's protected should we you tell us get who to someone call. yeah so then they called call a wild, anthony they call, that's right that's it's been all week they called a wildlife expert, but by the time she arrived, the bald eagle had flown off. So oh. was doing just fine or fine enough to fly away. But I just want to say Aren't now. Their wingspans like 20 feet. Oh, they're huge. Right? They're I giant. It, I think you could dry, fly right through a plate glass window and just keep on trucking. Well, here's what I know. Why does that house and why do those homeowners hate America? That's what I say. You got to sell your house now. Because you hate America and you ruined it by having a bald eagle fly into it. You should have known. Don't build a house there. The bald eagle's going to fly into it. That's a symbol I think of our country. that makes the house more American that it attracts That's what I was going to say. Eagle. You think so? Yeah. They're, they were probably sitting around the dinner table arguing with a friend saying, I'm more American than you. And then a bald eagle crashes. 
<laughs> right through the face. Can guys, can I you just do that? Ball, yeah. Pass the icing. <laughs> the sugar goo? <laughs> you communist? How dare you? Uh, and then they show. shot the eagle. That- <laughs> <laughs> Buckeye shows next. Basketball coverage at 7. We'll see you tomorrow. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good evening. You'll find the off-ramp of Route 315 northbound to US 33 that is closed due to an accident. It will remain closed until further notice. You're going to want to seek an alternate route in the meantime. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help the customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Hey, for- Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. The Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus, The Fan. Hey, Common Man here. I know what you're thinking. This guy again. But we have some special bonus stuff for you. Sponsored, of course, by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. One is angry, the other one is bald. What do you think I mean, bald? Bald! Bald, bald! Here's man and bone. I want to point something out. All right. I, too, would be bald if I don't if I didn't take these pills every single day. <laughs> I've been taking the Propecia pills or whatever the generic is called now yeah. for almost 20 years. It's called Amateur Pecia. <laughs> I didn't think about it for a second. Good job. <laughs> and I'm so terrified that if I stop taking these pills, like my hair will just fall out in one day. All of it. Yeah. Well, it's funny because we were watching last night. I had the NBA games on and uh, ESPN. I'm trying to remember who was alongside uh, Richard Jefferson. I wanted, Richard I Jefferson. Yes. Uh, maybe, I don't remember. It's one of the bald guys that does ESPN broadcasts, whatever. And so Richard Jefferson is obviously shaved head. This guy also shaved head, you know, probably trying to forestall the inevitable. And Melissa's like, wow, man, everybody's just, you know, out here not embracing their baldness. And I'm like, "You're I, I too shave. Like, I don't let it grow long. I don't have like the, you know, coconut with a, Hulu skirt on it. Like, no, I'm not going to do you that. You need a different look. And you can't shave it all the way. No, You I, can't be totally bald. You look like a clan member. Thanks. You, thanks. you would. I, you would look like a total I clan mean, member if you were totally bald. I would think you look like a clan member if you show up with a hood on. Like, that makes you... Yeah, but don't you just stop What am I now. supposed to do? I'm bald. Like, I just... You have that look to you. A fat white guy. There's bald. No, is there are it? other white people who can pull it off. I'm just saying that that's not something you could pull off. I don't think. No, I have like shaved it all the way down. It's too much maintenance. That's I don't know if people realize that's a lot of shaving. That is you got to do it every day. Yeah, oh yeah, to get the to get the cue ball look. Yeah, like I have the stubble going, and sometimes it gets a little longer. Then I have to shave it back down. But the the cue ball polished dome thing 
that's a whole nother level. Like of Stanley commitment. Tucci. Stanley Tucci is a white guy, but he can pull off the shaved head look without you looking at Stanley Tucci like, oh, he's going to burn a cross on somebody's lawn. But you're you, saying I, I think you're people saying get the wrong impression. You would accuse me of it, even though you know me and know I would never do right. something like that. I that's, know, I know, I've known you the, for years. That's bad. But I would just yell well, racist at you and run away. Well, I'm glad I don't shave my head all the way down. Then is it okay where it is now? Because oh, I just it's fine want, now. Okay, good. I yeah, just want to make sure. Like every other fat. Soccer loving yes, guy. Good. Right I don't, don't want to give off any vibes that are not accurate. So good. All right. A special thank you for consuming all the stupidity we can safely shove down your gullet. Come back for more podcast. And again, the podcast is sponsored by our friends because they pay us care, heating and cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. Stop listening now. The podcast is over. Turn it off. Go do something. 